Coffee with Curmudgeons on Monday, October 23rd, in the year of our Lord, <laughs> 2017. <laughs> I don't know why people say that. Anno Domini. Oh, no. Okay. So we're back. It's been wild. I'm, I'm here with uh, uh, Jason Allen. Yeah, yeah we'll just call him Jason. It's been a couple weeks. Am I here? Are we not here? We don't know. This could be a recording. No, we're live. Hello, everybody. It is Monday. Are we not men? No, we are, we are Devo. Devo. Yes. Right. I want to use the flower pot hats. You got a flower. <laughs> yeah, flower pot. Yeah. That's a, a again, I've I've said this a million times. Yeah. Go to YouTube in the search, put Devo Merv Griffin. All the flower oh, yeah. pot hat action you'll ever want to see live on a Merv Griffin show. Merv. Yeah. I bet you Merv had no idea that was uh that uh, was showing up was that a, week. He was a fan. He loved the guys. He loved the guys from Akron. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you gotta give yeah. him credit. I mean that guy Merv. look look this guy, they still don't know what he was worth. Oh Merv? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean it's like it, it's 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 well we just found some money over here and some money over <laughs> here and extra money here because he he invented Jeopardy, right? Yeah. Was it? Wheel of Fortune yep. and his own talk show. This guy yep. was a mogul. Yeah, he had his ha- yeah. he had his hands in a lot of pies. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Hard work. I, you know what I love about uh, Merv the most, though. I loved his uh, laugh. He, that and his Vegas swagger. Yeah, he was always just kind of even on on the air. I mean, he wasn't like Phil Donahue, you know, all touchy feely. He was just kind of like the laid back, you know. Hey, Ooh. you know, I partied this weekend with Sammy Davis Jr. out at the Star. You know, the Star does so. I'm, you know, I'm here. We're talking. Devo, bring him on. It's cool. Yeah. You know, flower pots, awesome. Yeah. That's what you it know. was like uh, at that point where I was just fixing your camera. At that oh, point okay. that that see because right, everything's messed up, but that point where he was like doing that show in syndication, and it would be yeah. like live from Las Vegas on the Strip. <laughs> it's Merv Griffin show, starring Jaja Gabor, right. Sammy Davis Jr., and special musical guest Devo. Yeah, you know? the guys, like, the guys gonna have that bubble voice too. Yeah. Like, live from you know Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, it's Merv. Litter by Liberace and Rip Taylor. With what's that one girl in Lamb Chop? With Sherry oh in Lamb Chop. Yes. You know. Yes, yes. With the uh, what was her name? Sherry. Yeah, something. Sherry. Something. something Sherry. Lamb something. Chop. Lamb Chop. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I was a. Not lamb chop. No, I was a kukla friend and Ollie man myself. Of oh, course, there's yeah. a reference. See the beauty of this. Yeah, you got to Wikipedia half the stuff yes. we come up with. That's right. Because you're just like, what is? What's that? Welcome, friend and Ollie. What is right. That? Well, welcome to pop culture lightning round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pop, no. 
Welcome, Pop Culture 1950s, <laughs> live right. from Las Vegas with Jaja Gabor, Louis the... Belson, and Pearl Bailey in the band. And, oh, jeez. With Steve Lawrence. Uh, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, wow, this is a great show. I would watch that show, actually. Joey Bishop. <laughs> Joey oh, Bishop. God. So, Joey, you're looking good. <laughs> And Bob Hope. Yeah. <laughs> and they always do the one oh, with like man. really high voice and and then they come in under with the undertone and Bob Newhart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Oh cool. wow. <clears throat> I think that'll be our new intro for Ooh. Comedy with Commentions. That's the best <laughs> cup of good morning America. <laughs> you know. Right. With Doc. Here's Doc and Jason now, Coffee with Crumudgeons, live from it's a b- dirty basement in southeast Portland. <laughs> dirty basement. <laughs> nah. We wish it was Vegas, but it's not. Live from the ground floor lobby. Well, or I, as, as I call it, uh, yeah. live from Jamie Gum's basement. In, <laughs> live from the Tooth Fairy's basement in southeast Portland. We need to toss that oh. in just to see if anyone will get it, like executive yeah. producer Jamie Gum. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you no. know, like, what? <laughs> no. Put the basket, you know, put the lotion in the basket. Um, oh, dear Lord. That that moment, mm. um, uh-oh. What? I don't know, the rings are going, the oh. rings, <laughs> the rings are turning around on Alexa. Oh, Alexa. Anyway, that was weird. How are you this morning? I'm great. I hope you are too. Thank you. All right. I hope you are too. <laughs> Don't ask me again. <laughs> and then she's like, stop, stop asking me questions. Yeah, stop doing Murph. Oh. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. That. Yeah. All right. Yep. We're here. But after back after a, a busy couple of weeks, Doc, yes. you're all over the place. You're yeah. jet setting. Yeah. You're out there living yeah. the life. Yeah. Sure. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It oh, was, yeah. it was a combination of uh, stuff, stuff, doing things, yeah. events, lots of, like, like I said, all piled up into one. Like, mm-hmm. hey, everybody, let's choose these dates to do stuff right now. This week right here would be great. Let's just run here, 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 here. But everything, yeah. everything was successful. Everything pulled off. Everything was great. Uh, things got streamed. Uh, there was a there was a concert that that was on nice. on the Facebook with a guy who's kind of famous and yeah. stuff. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so all of that happened, and then and then I came back, and uh, oh, we were going to do a show. We were ready to do a show, and then what happened? Well, you were a little wiped, you know. Well, no. Also, the kid got sick. Uh, yeah, we were going to do a show, oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, well, that happened. But yeah. then we were going to do a show, and we had a guest booked, a timely guest. Oh and yeah, you had like yes, car yes, troubles yes. or something, right? Yeah. So we, so so and and that yeah. So the car is working now. Okay. It, it is. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I'm sitting there and I'm bemoaning the fact because you know me, I always go, I take something and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gonna go into the wall. Bad, you know, everything's gonna be crap. Yeah. And then, literally, timely, I get a phone call. Hey, this is your, you know, you bought a car, you know, about a year ago. We're just wondering how's it going. Hey, you want to come in? We can, you know, I'm like, really? <laughs> it was like literally like timely. That. Yeah, I was like, well, glad I got you on the line. <laughs> you know, now you know? that you're calling, 
my car doesn't work. <laughs> right. So come on over here with the tow truck and a loaner. And, right. Uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Funny how things kind of, you know, just kind of, yeah. Yeah, but that's lucky. Out. That's that's reverse I, Murphy's law. Yeah, but something bad had to happen before luck kicked in, right? I yeah, mean, but, I want to skip right over that and go to just the cool part. Like I, yeah. I'm sitting there, you know, maybe I'm eating like cashews or something. Mind my own business. Nothing's yeah. going on. Watching Merv on the TV, and next thing you know, someone calls and tells me I won the lottery. I want that. <sighs> you know. Yeah, but it, even then, though, your car breaks down, and the garage happens to call you, and bingo. You got insta repair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, and then beyond that, the the, the dealer itself called. Like, yeah. are you happy with your vehicle? You know, if you're not happy, we can get you in it. Currently, yeah. right now, <clears throat> I am not happy because it doesn't work. <laughs> right. It's like, well, I mean, that's just. But see, to me, yeah, my car would break down. Yeah. And then uh, the next thing that would happen is uh, like a, an engine would fall off a, a airliner <laughs> flying over the house, yeah. and you know Donnie Darko style, like that right blue there. ice that just comes falling yeah. out of the sky, right? Yeah. It, it wouldn't be like people calling me up, going, "Hey, I anticipate you're having problems. I felt a disturbance in the forest, and I thought I'd give you a call." You know, no. Yeah, no. it was really. Well, my odd, life but... is is Murphy squared, right? Murphy pie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but it, you know, it's kind of weird that everything just kind of. Was it the in. battery? Was the battery dead? Alternator. Oh, that's not yeah. Good. Yeah. close. But close. that's always close. But because the other thing that happened yeah. in this time that we've been away, yeah, is the weather went from sunny, warm, eighties, seventies <laughs> to monsoon yeah. overnight, and then yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah, and and cold and everything. Uh, that just like transitioned last week. And the thing is, is that when that happens, usually most people's cars break down. Like yeah. the battery goes or whatever. Yeah. Because it's been summer, and then the car goes, oh, it's too cold. What can I do? Not going to start. I'm not going to start. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that happens. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Last night, it's all cold and windy, kind of, you know, kind of rainy, okay. kind of hanging out. Yeah, and there's nothing that tickles me more on a Sunday night than watching the British House of Commons. Oh yeah, I dig it. Prime Minister's questions, you know, and I especially love the one—the guy that just cracks me up the most. He's the speaker, mm-hmm. and he's there with the rumpled uh, old, uh, you know, like black robe, and his hair is all askew, and he—he he looks like literally like a middle-aged Harry Potter that went to seed. Let's, 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 uh, you know, you know what? Let's let's give the folks, yeah, what we can do. We yes. still have the mojo. Yeah, we with the mojo, right? Yes. Even though we've been away. We got mojo. We could give the folks a little House of Commons. Let's do that. What do you think? Yeah. Here are but let me, Mr. Speaker, funny let moments. Let me be very fair the to House the right gentleman. I followed, I followed very carefully his interview on Desert Island Discs, and I think it's fair to say he's no longer a follower of Marx. He's loving Engels <laughs> instead. <laughs> Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. Here, here, hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. That's my favorite dude. Yep, he's my favorite too. Order, the speaker, order, yeah. Order, 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 order. Like you just want to walk into a room and go, order, 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 order. Right? Anyway. See, the really cool thing about that guy is he's always like, order, order, and then he goes, okay. And then he's like, listen, you need to breathe. You <laughs> quit gesticulating. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I, I love that guy, man. Yeah, it's 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 kind of comedy. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, you know, uh, but American politics is so tame uh, compared. I hate it. You know, it, it, it's it's awesome. These guys, you know, they'll sit across get from each out. other in the room. Get it out. Yeah, you know, you know, and, and it's always stand up, sit down, stand up, sit right. down. Right. He's like, da 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 You want the Benny Hill music to play? Da 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 da. The Bootsy, you know, not Bootsy Collins. Reactivity sacks. Yeah, but last night was even better because they uh, <laughs> they focused on the backbenchers, the guys that never get to talk. Now, are those the MPs? Or? Yes, they're m- members of Parliament in the House of okay, Commons. Okay, because there's lords. That's the House of Lords, right? The right. nobles. The and then nobles. There's the, this is the House of Commons. Yeah, the MPs. And yeah, the, From back, the backwater. It was, was backbenchers night on the, From you know. Sheffield or something or yeah. whatever, right? And there's always Somewhere? that one guy in like this, uh, he's got like a tweed or something on, you know, the English tweed, you know. Yeah. And he's like from like e- someplace you've never heard of, like East Puddenshire or something <laughs> like, you know. Uh, Working class town. Monty Twilby from, you know, East Puddenshire. I'm Monty Twilby from East Puddenshire. Yeah, what say you? Yeah, this one guy was talking about sheep last night. You know, the sheep situation and, you know, oh. and someplace I've never even heard of. And they flash over to sheep. Theresa May and she's, you know, she's the prime minister. <laughs> yes, she and is. she's like this. She's And this is a guy from her own party. She's just sitting there in one eyebrow like, sheep? Yeah, sheep. Really? You want to you wanna talk sheep? Well, the right Have you heard honorable of this lady. Thing called Brexit that I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> right. And you want to talk sheep? But like East Puddenshire, you know, <laughs> we got a sheep problem, you know. <laughs> the order, order. Let us let the speaker talk about his sheep. Oh yeah, once you see this, folks, when you tune in like on a Sunday night after the football game's over or whatever, yeah. you will never ever go back to meet the press again. Total well, pedestrian by that. I've said it before. Meet this the is press great. is. Is not what it used to be uh, since Tim Russert. Yeah, right. Yeah, really, Russert. really hasn't. I like Chuck Todd, but Russert was yeah. huge shoes to fill, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, you know, uh, don't get me started yeah. on Meet the Press. You think our video production is weird? Watch Meet <laughs> the Press. It's always like, and I'm sorry, folks, yeah. but it's like, did you get an intern to do that, direct that? I mean, I, as a video producer. Yes. As someone who's watching a professionally produced NBC television show, and it's like, they do weird camera angles. At one point, do they still have, yeah. did you watch it lately? Because I haven't mm-hmm. watched it. I can't watch it. Do they still have the people in the in the high chairs? Like they little do. children? They like, do. Give them a bib. They do. You know, Angela, whatever her name is, give her a little bib to yeah. talk about the Clintons or something. I mean, it just looks ridiculous. Like, literally, there's this, there's this crane shot out, and yes. everyone's sitting yeah. in this stupid, like, high chairs, and they look yeah. like idiots. Well, I have a theory about that. It's a bad that. shot. It's a bad design. We're talking about Meet the Press. Look at the yeah. old, like, Kennedy and stuff on Meet the Press. Yes. It's a desk. It's some mics. And they're talking. It's a news program. That's all you need. You don't need craning around the table and all this crap. Just put everyone's mug on the damn air. Right. And call it a news program. What the hell are you doing over there, NBC? And that yeah. will be my uh, rant of, first rant of the day. Well, see, I got a theory. And that's about my that. review of Meet the Press. Here's my here's my theory: <laughs> is that no matter how comfortable the chair is, it's impossible to be uh, it's impossible to look comfortable in a high chair. Yeah, it, it just is because you're all slunched, it kind is. of hunched over. You're worried that if you fall, you got like three feet now. Well, you're gonna drop. And and and, and 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 if you are a lady, yeah, in a skirt, 
Yeah, yeah. This does not yeah. work so well as you know. So the pundits come on, the lady, the women who are who are political pundits. You know, there's yeah. a lot of them, a lot of them I like. Oh yeah, and it's like. Yeah. I just wear the slacks or something because this does not look good at all. And the thing is, is the camera's like roaming around. I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Is this perv the press or whatever? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it makes no perv. sense to me. Right, like, yeah. I've looked at this show over since, and it's since, I think, is it Chuck Todd? Chuck Todd. It's since he has taken the show because uh, there was, you know, the late Tim Russert mm-hmm. uh, passed away suddenly. Like, I think the, he was like, prepping yeah. for the show literally yeah. that day and um and he kind of just slumped over in his high chair massive cardiac arrest yeah. um but anyway yeah. uh so so uh, after that was it the dick gregory gregory whatever that it, guy there's like a i call him the george lazenby of meet the press yeah, because yeah. he was the guy that kind of filled in tough yeah. tough spot and to then they in. and then they they unplugged him and then they got tucked <laughs> off Right. And but the thing yeah. is, is as they've been going through this, it's like the producers are going, "We got to do something here, right?" It, 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 you know, our numbers weren't as good for for, and maybe their numbers are good now. But it's mm. just like, and again, it's like this isn't Lord of the Rings, okay? <laughs> it's a freaking news program. Yeah. I mean, look at what CNN does. What does CNN do? They call their news mm. programs. They're you know with the what's his name? Um, Jake Tapper? Uh, no, not Tapper. Uh, well, there's Anderson Cooper and the other Cooper. guy. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name. But anyway, uh, and, and their shows. Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Thank you. Yes. It's Don Lemon. Yes. You watch like Don Lemon on CNN. What do they do? It's like ten people in boxes, right? Yes. All yelling at each other, like the House of Commons. It's right. Like, and they're all in a little box, like here, it's here. Like it's like there's Jason and Duck, and you know Don like Lemon and Brady Bunch on crack. Everyone's know? yelling at each other in yeah. little boxes. And and, and the Don yeah. Lemon show, and it's like this guy over here in the red box, he's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> this person over here is Jewish. This person's black. Yeah. Let the fun begin, folks. Let's right. scream at each other. Republican, Democrat, you know, I mean, it's just like, it's ridiculous. But that go- that goes over as a new show on CNN, too. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, and at some point, I think on the Don Lemon show, it's like, how many boxes can we get on that mm-hmm. screen, right? Mm-hmm. And you just want to, like, do, like, space invaders with them. <laughs> Here comes Andrea Mitchell. Here comes Don Lemon. Here comes, what's that guy? Uh, the yeah. big, thick. They unplugged him from the show. The Trump guy. He was like a Trump guy. Mm. Uh, kind of like, you know, gray hair um, dude. Mm. He was on that show a lot. He was the Trump guy. And he and that other guy used to get into it. You know, there's that guy and, yeah, and her yeah, yeah. and that person. Yeah. That's all a bunch of crap. It's not news, folks. It's all, it's all crap. But, but to meet the press, though. You're, you're at, describing like Hollywood squares to me now. It's like these it, tiny squares and they're like just. It is Hollywood Squares. It is. That's exactly what that show on CNN is. So we move from Meet the Press with the crane shots of people's skirts sitting in high chairs to CNN, which is Hollywood Squares. And you just want Paul Lind in the center square. Oh, yeah. Paul Lind was awesome. And Madam and... Oh, I loved... Yeah, and Adam, and like there's like Rich Little, you know, who's doing <laughs> yes. like the cool. Rich Little, and every time like Don Lemon brings up Trump, Rich Little will come up and do a Trump, you know, a Trump yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Rich Little would just do an impression of whoever they're talking about. Right. You know, Bill R- Richard Dawson is half sauced <gasps> in the corner. Oh, yeah. And then uh, you see, and they couldn't get Bing because Bing's A list. So they had to get his b- brother Bob, Bob Crosby, you know, the band leader. No, that was, uh, that was Van Dyke. That was Van Dyke. Remember? Ooh. They couldn't get. 
Because Dick Van Dyke was, Jer- they so got it Jerry. was Jerry Van yes, Dyke. Yes. So Dick Van Dyke would only show up like maybe on Carson or whatever. Yeah. You know, Dick yeah, Van Dyke. Yeah, I mean, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He's the a, Disney. Yeah. The Dick Van Dyke show. You know, <laughs> then he then he did murder shows or whatever. <laughs> Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You know, but yeah. but you'd always be like, like on Merv or whatever. Yeah. And it would be Jerry Van Dyke. Jerry it's Van like. Dyke. What do you do? Well, I'm Dick's brother, you know. But he like did an album or something and yeah. did like comedy country music or something. He had some sort of career. But yeah. it was always like, what do you do? I'm Jerry Van Dyke. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's know. half in the bag over yeah. there, you know. He's him and <laughs> That's what you know. I always like when when you have a celebrity but they don't book the celebrity. They book book their brother. Like right. like we don't have Jimmy Carter here. We have Billy, Billy you right. know. Right. <laughs> Exactly right, and uh, but I always had a soft spot for uh, Jerry Van Dyke though, because he always seemed yeah. like uh, just a genuinely a nice guy, you know. Like, hey, you're uh, you're his brother. Come on, you know. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing much. Just crocheting. You know? well, How, how's your day going? You know? <laughs> he didn't have to do much because his brother was out there, like on Broadway and uh, Murder She Wrote or whatever his shows were, and and he was the you know uh, the yeah. chimney sweep guy. And, oh yeah, and, you know Mary. Poppins, Song and Dance, The Dick Van Dyke Show. Come on. Yeah. It's like, I'm busy over here. Oh, and then he, yeah. uh, uh, didn't he like do a duck and cover commercials in the 70s about, <laughs> no, duck it was like Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. No, it was like, it was like, it was, so he did something yeah. like in the 70s, all of a sudden Dick Van Dyke's on your TV going, hey kids, you know when you smell smoke. Get down on the ground and touch, and don't touch the handle of the. the, Yeah, yeah, it was like some weird thing like that. I bet you I could find it. Kids, not many know this, but when I was on the set of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I was lit on fire four times. And so when you're lit on fire, what do you do? And all the kids in the background, stop, drop, and roll. That's right, kids. If you feel like you're burning, your flesh is burning, get on the ground and roll over. I'm just uh, saying. But if it's Dick Van Dyke, you're doing it anyways because, as any good child knows, you immediately do whatever Dick Van Dyke says. Here it is, my friend. Here we go. Ooh. Stop, drop, and roll. There we go. Hi there. I'm rolling because I want to show you what to do if your clothes ever catch on fire. I did not hallucinate this. Fire won't just burn your clothes. It'll burn you. So don't run. Don't stand up at all. Dick Van Dyke. fall down and roll. Fall down and roll. That way it'll squash out the fire and save your skin. (laughs) So remember, if your clothes ever catch on fire, roll, roll, roll your body. <laughs> Learn a, not to burn. So kids, no, we oh. just look. We just wow. we just provided a public service to all of you out there. It's a PSA, right? Via there. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Good advice when you catch on fire. Right. <laughs> Which is funny because I saw a YouTube video this weekend where a guy pours a whole bunch of gasoline down a rock. On his buddy, who's gonna like skateboard down oh my this? Gosh. It oh, I gotta find it. I saved it. It's mm. perfect for Dick Van Dyke because yeah. he doesn't stop. This kid never. This moron. He kind of has a mullet. He yeah. must have never seen Mullins. Dick Van Dyke because he runs off with his literally with his pants on fire, and then his pants come down, and then his <laughs> buddy's grabbing him. Yeah. And someone said, "That's one way to get your pants off your buddy." If you know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I got to find Meanwhile, Bobby's got third-degree burns and a now oh, really yeah. crappy disposition well, towards life. Well, it, it was one of those jackass moves, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was like, uh, let's see, skate, 
Boy, this is what we're just going to do. Skateboard fire. Friends don't cover oh, their really? friends in napalm. Uh, wow. Yeah. It, it, there's. Oh, great. Great. Okay. Apparently, Dick Van Dyke's message didn't get out because if you if you do skateboard fire, it's uh, tons of skate skater lights himself on fire. <laughs> da, da, da. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. <sighs> you see, I blame the I blame the Jackass franchise. Oh yeah. Because they just started doing that sort of stuff. So everyone, of course, in America, we have to one up everybody, right? What you know. You, you just jump through hoops of flames. What if you're on fire when you jump through the hoop? You know, and then it just yeah. kind of goes off. Well, this guy, I, I, I can't find it, but they, maybe maybe it's in, saved in my Facebook. But literally, you see the guy pouring the gas down the rock, and then the guy is going to go down, and then it just lights it up. And, and um, yeah. note to everyone, gasoline is highly flammable. Yeah. So why you don't see it's, people it's been coming up to your car going, mm, what can I get you, regular? You know. Right. Oh man, right! It's crazy yeah. out there. It is crazy, and uh, nowadays with technology, all the all the crazy stuff you would kind of hear mysteriously about now is on camera. You find it, yeah. Uh, and, and then some guys filming it, right? So it's it's <laughs> so, so you're like, oh, you're just filming your buddy on fire running around. But literally, the guy As jumps she's... off. His whole big like flare jeans are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> they come off down. He drops trow. Yeah. But see, here's here's what happens. Your jeans are on fire. Yeah. You drop trow. So yeah. now you got a flame around your ankles. So now you're oh. waddling around with a flame around your ankles. Yeah. Jumping around like a jackrabbit. And then his buddy's trying to catch him to smother the fire out. So it ends up with his buddy kind of with his face in his underwear crotch <laughs> trying to like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also that's the bad thing though nowadays. I mean, the guy's on fire, and, but he's like, and he's yelling "help, help!" as the guy's just standing there filming it. You know, oh, that's cool. I'll help you yeah, in a second. No, uh, yeah, but you know, like, that would be me. The guy filming it. I'd just be like, "Yeah, could, could, could you move to the right a little bit? Could you scream a little louder, please?" Yeah, look, look. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, you have to not be dumb, and you have to teach your kids. It helps. Don't be dumb. Right. Like we had Dick Van Dyke on there telling us not to be dumb. Hey, something happens. There's a fire. And he's rolling around. He's touched the door. Yeah. Don't touch the handle. Get down low. The smoke. You know, he, he's telling you all the stuff. And you're like, okay, let me take some notes on that. That's good to know. Good to know. Well, may never have to use that information, but maybe I would. Yeah, you, you got through a really uh, kind of, you got through a, a childhood in the old days by two things. Dick Van Dyke and snarky parents. You know, uh, like in, in nowadays, you know, a kid hurts themselves. Oh, my gosh, you okay? We, we take you to urgent we care stay. or whatever. But in the old days, I mean, we used to, like, beat the crap out of each other. And then, of course, because we, we didn't listen to Dick Van Dyke. And so we <laughs> roll inside the house, you know. And then your snarky parent just says, well, that's that's what's called natural selection. You know, and then, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I better be less stupid. Yeah, Wait, uh, put down the flammable. They used to teach yeah. you first aid. Yeah, back, back when you were a kid. Yeah. And of course, you know, if you were like in, say, like the Boy Scouts organization or something, yep. they teach you first aid. I mean, that was part of the deal. It's like, oh, no, you got to get your first aid. You don't advance until, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. at some point, you in the Boy Scouts, you 
you knew like you're like 11 years old and you know advanced CPR and stuff. As soon as Grandpa has like a a, a, a chicken bone, you're up there like <laughs> reefing on him, slamming his back, and hey, Greg, it's okay, you know. You're I mean, waiting like, for a crisis yeah, to happen. Exactly. Grandpa looks just, like he's gonna take off more than he can chew. You're on it. You you're know. just locked and loaded. You know, at about 11, it's like I'm a tenderfoot. I'm, I'm a tenderfoot. Grandpa, are you chucking? Chucking? Are you chicken yet? Chucking yet? Here, have some more chicken with bone in it. I can't wait to do the Heimlich maneuver. Punch you right in the right. chest. Yeah, feed him more of that meatloaf because he really can't chew anymore. So go for it, you know? <laughs> I mean, you're waiting. You're yeah. waiting. It's like, you know, and they go, <laughs> oh, this is so bad. Uh, they used but you to... can't drop it now. You got to no, follow no, through. I got to go with it. Okay. They used to say, okay, they used to do the thing with, <laughs> with uh, the CPR. Yeah. And I, I took the CPR classes all of when I was a kid, all the time. Sure. And uh, and scouts and all that. And and so they they'd say, well, you know, you you make a fist mm-hmm. and you compress down on someone's chest, and yeah. then you pump you pump their chest to get their heart going. Yeah. And they and they would always say, now don't worry if you break a few ribs in the process of your your poor victim, the person you're trying to help. Right. He'll and thank I was you later. Like, Hmm. It's like, come on, I want to do some CPR. I want to crack some ribs. Yeah. Right. This is great. Bobby's coming home with cracked ribs. Oh, you guys have been practicing too much, yeah? Look at me. I'm little John Gage. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, Rampart. Yeah. Give me those paddles. Can you just plug uh, some bare wires in? I'm going to zap this guy, right? That's right. You know, I learned the other day that you can make a zap paddles with, you know, with ping pong paddles and duct tape we can do this you know so at some point grandpa has fallen asleep on the couch yeah after say a turkey you know we got say, tired out from dinner yeah he got tired out from choking on you know choking well, on his meatloaf just, and little bobby's over there you know or just, don't walk into the light you know or just <laughs> he's just had a big turkey dinner yeah with all the trimmings all the trimmings tryptophan yeah He's taking his snooze, as you do, after a big meal. Yeah. And so the kids are like, is is he breathing? Is he breathing? Should we, like, do CPR? Should we go get a lamp cord? Let's let's put the leads on on his chest and plug it in and see what happens. So in a minute, you've lit Grandpa up on fire. He's like, what the hell is going on? You know? And then when he's on fire, suddenly your Dick Van Dyke clicks in. Oh, yeah, Dick's a drop, stop, drop. Then you throw Grandpa down on the floor and roll him. Yeah. And this is what happens when you're in the Boy Scouts. God, that's why they would never let me see Grandpa again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't. Mm. Uh-huh. Memories. <laughs> like the anyway. You know, the yeah. Boy Scouts, one, there's been so much, right? You can't just, like, take a week or two off mm. here uh, mm. because there's so much news. It keeps going. And uh, one of the news items was mm-hmm. that the Boy Scouts had announced That's that right. there That's will right. be girls yep. in the Boy Scouts. They're being a little more ecumenical now, huh? Yeah. Someone, mm. There was a critical piece that was written about it, but... Um, so what happens to the whatever. Girl Scouts then? Well, they're a separate organization. They're not... The, the, the Boy Scouts yeah. is a, its own organization. Yeah. And uh, Girl, the Scouts Girl Scouts is a their... different... Yeah, yeah, but won't they get mad that they're muscling in on our turf now? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Be... I don't know. It's a, uh, you know, I mean, the, the Boy Scouts has had to get with the times, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, back in my day, 
maybe not so much, but yeah. uh, but you know, get with the times. I mean, there's 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 been other things, you know, hmm. transgender and all sorts yeah. of things. You got to step it up. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I mean, if it makes the organization better, then yeah. Well, I just I was just worried because you know if, if the Boy Scouts take. Uh, take girls. I'm worried about there being like a turf war because Girl Scouts, you know, hey, you're 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 now taking girls. Now you're you're on our turf, and we have some sort of like West Side Story sort of cook, cookie kerfuffle going on. Well, you know, I don't know. Those things happened before they ever accepted girls. Oh, really? The, the, it preceded yeah. the. Hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, Camp Spirit Lake. Oh. Uh, Mount St. Helens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, don't, well, it is Harry kind, Truman with it's that. Kind of, yeah, it's kind Lake. of there now. Spirit Lake, okay. I was surprised to find out the Spirit Lake actually does exist now because it yeah. pretty much was wiped away. Yeah. So there was a Boy Scout camp there. Mm. I had been to Spirit Lake and the Boy Scout camp. Uh, uh, not but a year or so-ish before Mount St. Helens blew up. Wow. Like one of the last camps. So so you're talking circa 79, right? Because May 18th, 1980 was yeah. Mount St. Helens. Yeah, so yeah. Around, around that. 78, 79. Wow. It might have been that uh, that was the last camp, and then that next uh-huh. summer it was totally... You know, that was when, remember, they shut mm-hmm. everything down because there was the earthquakes happening. They're like, right. yeah, don't go. Harry, get off the mountain. Yeah, get He's off like, the mountain. I'm not going nowhere. Don't, don't get on the mountain. You know, don't go to Spirit Lake because yeah. stuff's happening. Um, <clears throat> so I think, it, yeah, it was the last camp. In fact, at some point I got a mug, all that stuff. Oh, like, yeah, from cool. stuff that doesn't exist anymore. But they had, so Spirit Lake was a pretty significant lake. It was beautiful. You'd go yeah. sailing. Yeah. And canoeing. We went sailing out there. And, you know, all those things. And uh, so there was a Boy Scout, a nice Boy Scout camp there, Spirit Lake. Mm-hmm. There was a Girl Scout camp across the way. Uh-huh. There was, I think, a YMCA, YWCA. Y- y- Indian of, Guides? There was, there was all yeah. kinds of camps around there. And then uh, there and, was... You know, yeah, so you so just who go else? On If you raids. have the Boy Scout, the brownies. You got to have the go brownies. Go raids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, raids. Oh, tell me about these raids. No, 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 no. No, no, yeah? no. it would be... Top secret? No, it would... You know, I just remember one time we're out on the sailboat. <laughs> we're like kind of yeah. straight away from our camp. Yeah, yeah. It's wherever the wind Over takes into you. the Girl yeah. Scouts. Uh-oh. Yeah, we, we're still in international waters, okay? Right, right, we're, right. We're like China. Right. It's like, hey, this is still international waters. Okay, gotcha. Right? Just passing by. Just passing by. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, just passing I, by, just waving. I mean, it wasn't that we didn't, but it would be like, hi. Yeah, hey. Boy Scouts in this boat. Hi. <laughs> it was a guy with the, yeah. the microphone. Remember? The microphone, yeah. same about the same time Dick Van Dyke was doing stop Mr. rock and roll. Are you talking Mr. About Mr. Mi- microphone? I love Dick. Mr. Microphone. We got to see if that's. It's, uh, you know can we it find is. something on uh, Mr. Yeah. Microphone? Right. So it, it, describe it. It's a kid, and they're driving by in the car. It, it took sexual harassment to a whole new level. Oh, no. I mean, before you know, you're yelling out of car, and now you're like, "Hey, good looking." That's even, see, that's uh, even in a commercial. There's sexual harassment here, in the commercial. Oh you know? gosh, it's horrible. Here it is, it's, right here. Yeah. This Christmas party is getting a little too quiet. I think it's time we liven it up with my favorite Christmas gift, Mr. Microphone. Hey, what's that? Well, you set the dial on your FM radio and testing, testing. testing. Ah! 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 
these kids are having a fan yeah, it was just like a, a low power radio fm transmitter in a mic put your voice but where's the, the kid driving by no <laughs> oh yeah so oh no <laughs> no here, over any here it is fm car radio hey good looking we'll be back to pick you up later oh my gosh see oh, it took sexual harassment to a whole new level oh, oh, hey oh, good looking Professional entertainers use Mr. Microphone Sorry, it got better because then, then there's a dude at the pool. No. Okay, here's a lady. <laughs> I've got a Mr. Microphone and now I've got babes at the pool. Nice. Oh, oh that is great. Oh. Ronco. It was a Ronco product, of course. Ron Papil. Ron Papil, a Ronco product. Wow. Whatever happened to Ron Papil? You know, he was still doing yeah. info. He was like 90 years old. Wow, and and on cable, doing uh doing uh, commercials. I don't know if he's still uh, around. Uh, Alexa, how old is Ron Popeil? Ron Popeil is eighty-two years old. There you go, mm. eighty-two years old. Yeah, he was still going strong on those. You know, on those QV. He was like, you know, the QVC was made for this guy. This yeah. is the guy who started with the fishing thing, like this. This it's out there, and then he made a whole company of of crap. That he'd sell you, <laughs> and you'd be like, by the by the time Ron was done with you, mm-hmm. you'd 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 buy a bucket of water from him. You know, it'd be like, I think I need that <laughs> Mister Microphone now. Oh my gosh! Right, I Flo- can drive by in a convertible and harass people. Floby, excellent. No, Mister Microphone, because back then, I mean, it was just you know FM radio, right? So when you saw this thing coming on to you, like, wow, I could get this microphone. I could be on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I'm sure Harvey Weinstein got his start with the Mr. Microphone. Oh, we could blame everything on Mr. Microphone. (sighs) Hey, good looking. Be back later. Wow. But anyway, uh, yeah, so there, there was, there was that. So yeah, yeah, so we just kind of would be out in international waters in Spirit Lake. (laughs) I mean, we had the map, you know, boys guys have maps, like, you know, we're like, we're like in the bunker going, if we go here, we'll still be in international waters and float by the Girl That's Scouts. Right. Mm, I like it, Hans. See, see I, was in, <clears throat> I was never in the Boy Scouts, okay? So I, 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 I have an outsider's point of view. So I, I always think you guys are like the green beret of kids' activities. Oh, you know? yeah. like, no, so we're, we're no longer just going to roll by. We're yes. going to infiltrate at 030. We're five clicks yeah. in, and we're going to, yeah. you know, next thing you know, there's it is. a pillow fight erupting. Um, yeah. Know. No, it, it, was, it was some of that. It was some was of there? that. You had yeah. the face paint on, you yeah, know, yeah, the glow I mean, the lock. Well, you know? after you, like, terrorize Grandpa at Thanksgiving trying to give him CPR for no reason, I sure. mean, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, where do you move on Paramilitary actions in camps around you. It's right. Spirit Lake. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Alpha you one. got time on your hands. You're a kid. <laughs> Alpha 1 to Bravo 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Infiltration in 3, 2, 1. Why are you broadcasting this on your Mr. Microphone? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling the whole damn camp. They're listening to it in the mess hall. <laughs> right. Hey, good luck, and we'll be rolling back in a few oh, minutes. To... It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. That's just... It's, it's terrible. But, yeah, yeah. you know, but in, in our defense... Mm. <clears throat> Uh, well, that, that was the that was the year that I did uh, yeah. the merit badge. Well, you always did a couple merit badges. I can't remember, but 
that was the year I did the survivalist merit badge. Ooh, so that's hardcore. Yeah. So it was face paint and and oh, this root looks good. Mm, you know, I mean, it's yeah. crazy. You're going out there like you got to drink the deer's steaks. blood. <laughs> you know, it's the spirit of the deer. I mean, you're Sylvester yeah. Stallone and Rambo. Like you got a <laughs> knife and it's like, you know, first one. <laughs> Chasing a, you know, chipmunk. You know, I mean, right? you're like, uh, it's it's pretty funny, right? You know, you're making tea out of uh, uh, pine leaves, yeah, pine... bark. Yeah, yeah, yeah I it's love like, it. Yeah, I love it. you know, who's the youngest here? If we don't get food who's tonight, the... <laughs> who's the youngest? I'm not saying anything's gonna happen, but Dennis may come up missing. Yes, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Just come back to the scoutmaster. Dennis didn't make it. <laughs> didn't make it. Yeah, it's always the tenderfoots. They're going down. They're... It's not personal. It's just business. He didn't make it. So this this brings up a question for me, dude. Uh, but I digress. I, does it mean that literally uh, tenderfoots? You know the the uh, the young newbies are they like the red shirted guys on Star Trek? Then I mean they're the expendables. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you bet. <laughs> Hi, Dennis. Welcome to the Boy Scouts. Yeah. yeah. They're the front. You ever play chess, Jason? <laughs> um, Very crappily, but sure. You know you know how you have, like, the back line, and you've got, like, yeah. rooks and knights and queens and bishops? Fodder. And then yes. what's up front? Yeah. A whole bunch of little pawns. <laughs> That's pretty mm. much the tenderfoots. So you're saying little Dennis tenderfoots are the pawns. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if a, if a bear comes storming the troop, it's like... You're shoving Dennis towards it. Yeah, you're like... Yeah. You know, you're expendable. But then, we have years in this service. <laughs> you go. You right. just started. Na natural selection. <laughs> but, no, but the good thing is, well, at least you guys know CPR, so you're getting Dennis back. He's all oh, yeah. right. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it, kid. We'll resuscitate you. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, you know, part of being a tenderfoot is surviving your buddies doing CPR on you. Just uh, you know, on a whim, it's like let's do CPR on Dennis. <laughs> Ten guys pile on. See if you can crack his rib. Ah! Right. You know? So your kids going home after a weekend. You know, Dennis. Hey, come here, buddy. How was your uh, How was your weekend? They told me not to walk into the light. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's uh, you know. And then the scoutmaster, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Practicing our CPR for our merit badge. Okay. Right, so, Cap? So, it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> the kid's like, ah, 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 you know. So what were, like, the scoutmasters like back then? Because I'm, I'm, now I'm envisioning, now you got me envisioning, they're like crusty old dudes who used to, maybe they were drone instructors. You know, back in the day, I don't know, mm -hmm. but you know, they're like, "Hey, kid, come here, I got, I got something to show you." Next thing you know, Dennis, you know, is is you know, he's slathered in honey. They're trying to bait bears now, and and stuff's going, you know, stuff's popping there. And well, I mean, it's just Camp uh, Winnemucca. Pretty much the scout masters. Um, it was kind of like a, a phrase we heard over this weekend. It was kind of like the scout masters <laughs> were out there getting away from. The home life for a weekend. <laughs> the refuge. And it was the refuge, because they're like, yeah, like uh, like my dad was was you know involved, and that's always good. I mean sure. that that helps you, you know. Bonding. They always say your parents need you know you you, yeah. you don't just do it by yourself. Yeah. Um. You know you you have uh, other scout message parents are supportive of your any of your activities if you're in sports, your yeah. scouts, your whatever. 
Uh, maybe you're an ice skater from Clackamas. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> make it to the Olympics. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, oh, hold on, Tanya, <laughs> Tanya, can you hear me, Tanya? Okay. Mom's calling. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so so like uh, I remember like people like my dad and the other scoutmasters and and they're like they're when they're out there they're reminiscent about the time they were in boot camp in the army. It's like yeah, let's uh, tie up some. Say, oh, right. I, I brought a tarp that I had in the navy in '65. Oh, you know? no. Yeah. And so so camp when a mucket turns into Guadalcanal. Yeah. You know everything's like yeah. kid, you don't know nothing. We're gonna you know yeah. here here's a trench tool for you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no, yeah. it's really. It's like I gotta mm. go to the bathroom. Here's my shovel. When we were in the bush in '64, <laughs> technical advisor. Mm. Go ahead. I mean, we, you did, you know, yeah. it, back back then. Hey, tenderfoot, come here. You ever heard of Air America? Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, oh, okay. I mean, you did back then. You you, you some of your camp supplies and stuff. It was like surplus. Military surplus, yeah. 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 I mean, it would be like, oh, I have some canvas bag. Look at that, U.S. military. You know, and you're like, you're you're like, okay, cool. You know, and then and then oh, yeah. you know, you you hope that you didn't have the Vietnam vet dad. <laughs> it was like some flashbacks. Yeah, it's like, yeah. but no, it was it was kind of like that. It was funny. It was I remember always like, <laughs> like this one guy. He was kind of a goofball, but he was all right. Yeah. And his son and whatnot <laughs> kind of a was in there. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he was a was scoutmaster, but we were friends, family friends and everything. And I remember doing the knots. We always did lots oh. of knots. And he was a Navy guy. So it was always oh, like, yeah. right, you'd have the scoutmaster. Well, you have one scoutmaster, like yeah. the main guy. He's and Eisenhower. He's, he's yeah. the, yeah. yeah. And our scoutmaster was a friend. Um, it, that, thing just fell off right there it's like if, if my camera goes out in a second it's because something just fell off um but uh like our scoutmaster was a uh high school teacher mm. like a shop teacher or whatever so okay. he was very handy uh he dealt with kids all day he was perfect to be a scoutmaster yeah i in fact got my eagle scout with his son Ah. We both got it. We happened to get it at the very same time. Like, we completed it. Okay. Same, same. So they were like, you could do a dual ceremony. Ah. All right. Okay. We, were, we were having a lot of Eagle Scouts, which is unusual mm. for a troop. We, we, you win awards because it's like, wow, your troop has a bunch of Eagle Scouts. That's real good because that doesn't happen a lot. So, yeah. you know, then the, they go back in Texas or the national people send your troop and your scoutmaster awards going nice job right you you have five eagles and most have none you know right you're not you're no longer you're no longer what pack 272 you're now like delta company yeah yeah you're like uh you know west point or something i don't know (laughs) but anyway uh this guy i remember doing the knots and there's all kinds of knots you can learn i mean i i know a few of them that's um, sailors, not. yeah, and and so I remember he was a sailor. He was like a CB, CBs, uh, right? Kind of like the engineers. Yes, yes, he was. See, my dad was a Corps of Engineers. Ah, Army he Corps of Engineers was a yeah. CB. Yeah, 
So oh, they would Navy, trade okay. stories because yeah. he was the naval guy, and my dad didn't swim either, so he was definitely a land 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 lubber. Land lubber. Yeah. Okay. But they would be like, yeah, in the core we'd do this and this. And I was like, well, in the Seabees we'd float in and build a bridge, you know, in the Philippines or something. You right. know, it would be that kind of a thing. But sure. he knew because he was in the Navy. They, they, they. At that time, they had to know all these knots. So sure. this guy actually mm-hmm. knew all these knots. He'd be like, he'd be like, nah, 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 not so much. That, that oh. bowling does not look pretty. It's not. It's not CB quality, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. kid, I know everything from slip knots to don knots. Yeah, you know, hey. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oy, so there's the Boy Scouts. Yeah, which yeah. now girls. Girls, girls in there. there, so they'll be doing knots and stuff. So Very I think cool. what mm-hmm. I what I read briefly, and again, I've been so busy that I've read things, forgot things. I don't know what's going on. I don't yeah. know what's going on in the news. I told Jason, I'm like, I'm just coming out of this thing. Uh, the uh, like in the little, they have the Cub Scouts. Sure. And interestingly, interestingly enough, the Cub Scouts always—that's like the first Scouts. That yeah. was always. Uh, they would have a woman, the den mother. Yes, would be in the Cub Scouts. Yes, you know, and then there would be like a den dad who'd be assistant, but you'd you'd have a den mother. Yeah. So that was that. But then when you graduated up into the Boy Scouts, then it's more like the Scout leaders, Scout boys, and use your drill instructor at that point. I think yeah. they had exceptions for women, like moms that could do stuff in, in the Scouts. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, my understanding is when they have the, they'll have like these little Cub Scout packs and they'll either be all girls, all boys kind of oh. segregated, I guess. Mm. But then later they'll have like integrate that into the Boy Scout. In, in okay. I, say, I keep saying Boy Scouts now and then it shouldn't even be Boy Scouts, just the Scout troop. And then maybe... So uh, you think they're going to change the name from... Well, they did. They did a long time Which ago. Just scouts of yeah, America. like back in the gosh, eighties, hmm. late seventies. They they did change really? it to like okay. scouts, but then I think it went back to Boy Scouts. Uh, you know, it was kind of like in. Well, I think it was in the seventies. They were scouts. Then Reagan came online. You know, you know all yeah. that stuff, and then and then it was like there's a Boy Scouts again. So so I don't know. I haven't kept up. I think it went back and forth. Okay. But the scouts, and then I think what they'll have is they'll have a troop, and then they have patrols in the troop. So I think the patrols would be like, okay, this patrol is is the gals, mm-hmm. and this patrol is the guys. And I think okay. it's 21st century, folks. See, I'm, I'm, I'm learning you know? all the vernacular because I, yeah. when when I you know when I hear you know uh, different patrols, I think Charlie Company. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. no, but that's 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 how it's set up. You have Echo you, Platoon. You have a troop. Yeah. yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and you meet usually at some community place. Sure. We met at a school, a uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes it's church or whatever community center. Sure, and you have the troop, and then you have a patrol in the troop. Gotcha. I mean, it's all set. Yeah, gotcha. and then you have the patrol. So it's like the many things, and I can't remember how peop- many people are in a patrol. Okay, it's like six or eight or something right and then the senior guy becomes the senior patrol leader so he's responsible for all these uh chucklehead scouts right and then he has an assistant and then you do a lot of paperwork and a lot of typing radar right right (laughs) and not scouts are mad this is great well it's 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 you know huh interesting yeah the best thing is he uh if you 
in my case, growing up in Oregon, untouched. Now I know there's a lot of people here going to a lot of places, but mm. at that time, uh, very wilderness. And you know, if you're in the Boy Scouts and you're going out camping, you're hiking. You're hiking. I climbed Mount Hood once. Wow! In the Boy Scouts, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's you know, kind of crazy. Is, I I think, and I'm not saying this to be like uh, facetious or anything, but I I literally think that. I think kids today need more of that. Yeah. yeah. Rather than just the video games, you know, whatever it is. Because uh, there was a lot of useful things. I mean, think about it. There was a lot of useful things that you learned in the Scouts that you don't have today. You I learned, mean, you learned kid, life skills. Yeah. I mean, just uh, let alone, I'm joking a lot, but the first aid. Yeah. Let alone. Indispensable. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it, you kind of need to know that. Your buddy falls off a bike slices something it's like what do you do well okay i know i can handle this yeah 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 so i mean you know Hmm. someone's drowning or whatever i mean there's a lot of things you can you can you can learn and it's not just that you learn um there's there's this thing that you learned about the government like civics yeah yeah and it's pretty extensive there were three merit badges worth of that the community the nation and the world and they ah. each were like lots of studying. I mean, this is why people are like, "Wow, Eagle Scout!" Yeah, it's like going to school all over again. You're like con- you're conversing like constant- geopolitics then. Yeah, summer yeah. school or something. I think then we should have like a uh, some sort of uh, curmudgeon scouts. We need to foster well, our own troop. We're gonna get there. We we got a lot. We got a lot. We're like F troop. We got a lot of yeah. things on our plate right now that need to happen <laughs> soon. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like like. It's like okay, now I'm done with this. But yeah, uh, yeah it, you, there was just a lot of things you learned. Yeah, about that yeah. and the outdoors and all that and conservation. Uh, you know, uh, everything I learned about like conservation, like yeah. you know, yeah, uh, you know, taking care of the the natural like Good the water stewards. and yes. and the, the 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 forest and all that and not starting forest fires. I learned all that in the Boy Scouts. I didn't learn that in the school. See, I mean, by the time I got to school, I was like, wow, man, just give me a pass. I know this stuff inside and out. This is where we need the Scouts now. I mean, think about it. Back back in our day, Scouts are, you know, they're out there learning to uh, harness the wild. They're out there learning valuable lessons and techniques to keep you alive or whatever, right? Nowadays, let's flash ahead, 2017, we got these guys lighting firecrackers in a forest oh, that blow man. up the gorge. And had they had they been scouts, well, yeah. this may not have happened. Yeah. So we yeah. need it. We yeah. Need yeah, where? More than ever. Yeah, and that thing, I know. You, that, know. I, you know, I haven't kept up. I heard last week that there was a... You know, it, they were they were charging the kid who started the fire with the fireworks, and uh, some so a lady who lost her home was actually yeah. uh, she was she was suggesting leniency, and she had lost her home. Uh, I gotta say, in all of that, where were the adults? Where were the parents? Where where was their responsibility? Fifteen year old kids. Yeah, where was the supervision? Well, why yeah. Aren't, why aren't we talking to those? Responsible of adults going, what the hell is your kid? But like you said, uh, you know, yeah. it's not like probably they're Boy Scouts or anything. Right. <laughs> Watch, it'll turn out he was in the Boy Scouts. But no, so, I, I don't think so. Uh, so then another question pops to my mind because I just remembered, yeah, these kids are like 14, 15-year-old kids, right? Yeah. How in the heck did they get out there if they're too young to drive? Yeah. 
You know, where where's mom and dad during this? I, I know. You know? I know. Um, I know. Or the older brother, you know, maybe no, out there. there were more uh, than, there was a group of people, and yes, people had to drive, so I'm curious yeah. kind of how that all played out, because it seems to me that someone needed to <laughs> step in. Um, Provide some quality parenting. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just have to catch up. Uh, maybe I'll be a little more on top of things. I mean, we have... Mm. You know, we have all this horrible crap going on in the yeah. news. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Last week was just yeah. uh, talk about a huge... Uh, I mean, you know, well... I, I mean, can't every- say it on this fine broadcast. Yeah. that it, it, no. was, it was a mess. And it just... Yeah. Talk about... Uh, it just... Everyone just... I think everyone did their best last week to, to literally jab each other with sticks mm-hmm. to try to provoke. I mean, because uh, between... Stuff going on in the White House and stuff going on out there as a result of that. It, it was a hard week last week. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, I mean, boy, there's a ton, you know, there's the typical infighting and all this crap going on in politics. Yeah. You know, the president and then everyone else. So. And it seems like, I mean, the GOP fights within themselves. Oh, I, I, think, I think the Democrats do the same thing, you yeah. know, because you've got. Sure. Oh my gosh! The Check out Clinton people constantly going off on claims that are just like really, really, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, it's crazy. And then and then you have the whole Hollywood thing. You yeah, know? everyone just that, that has blown up. I know, and to... you know, I hate to say it, but there's the whole people are like, was this a surprise? Hollywood, you know? Um, the sad thing, poor. Yeah. Poor, uh, poor, slightly off Corey Feldman has been saying this for the past you know, thirty years. That's man. what's come up. You that's know? what's come up, and and now people, uh, what's her name, Barbara Walters, got criticism for yeah, her interview. She, the View, she was yeah. kind of harsh on the yeah. guy, and it was like, you know? and it's people are like, no, folks, this is uh, Hollywood here. Yeah, and and it's like, are, are you know, are you surprised? Yeah, you're more surprised that it never. You know, it's taken this long. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, uh, it gave me a time to reflect a little bit. Doc's Reflections. I've never liked Ben Affleck. I really mm. have never liked Ben Affleck. In fact, I was trying to think yeah. of a movie that I liked him in. And I think there's one Kevin Smith movie that it was like, that was a good Ma- movie. Mallrats? Chasing mm-hmm. Amy? Chasing Amy. I think Where I liked that one. Like the... I kind of like that, and, and it was like, oh, yeah. Ben Affleck was in that. But this whole new Batman thing, it was like, Good. oh god. And I never yeah. really, I really have never liked Ben Affleck. Really, I, I mean, I saw that Argo thing, and I, I mean, I lived through that whole Iron yeah. Con. I thought it was weak. I didn't, you know. But yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I just have never been a Ben Affleck fan. I just, I didn't. I've never thought he was that. You never talented. been Affleck? No. Nope. Never mm. thought he was that talented. You see, me too. I and never so then thought, I was like, yeah, whatever, I mean, dude. He, he did all right in Goodwill Hunting. Of course, I think Damon made yeah, the maybe, movie. That was maybe the other one that maybe, and yeah. I haven't seen those movies in so long. Yeah. But, and and uh, I remember Chasing Amy I liked at the time. Yeah. You know, it could suck now, but, you know. Yeah. Kevin Smith, uh, I kind of have a, it's like, ah, I don't know, Kevin Smith, you know. Now, yeah. he says he's going to take all his Miramax, 
Miramax money, all yeah. the money that he made on his stuff because that was, you know, that was That's his Weinstein, yeah. company yeah. that funded all those, you know, and th- this was the thing. They they really funded all the indie cinema, all yeah. the indie good movies, mm-hmm. actual movies that people wanted to see that weren't just like the crap we're watching now coming out of Hollywood, you know. Which new action figure can we make a movie of and regurgitate a plot? Well, and and put tons of C- just slather on the CGI, CGI right? right? Yeah. You don't have to act anymore. It's just yeah, yeah. You know. So I mean, they they were yeah. responsible in the kind of eighties and nineties to really bring out a lot of good mainstays. Film. Now got their starts over at Miramax, yeah. and so you know, so Kevin Smith, and so he says he's going to donate his money or whatever. It's like, oh, all right, you know, okay. you know, I. Well, I feel I'm bad on the for with Kevin Smith too because I I have liked some of his movies yeah. and whatnot, but then it's always been like I don't know, you know, uh, some of these bros kind of, yeah. you know. But I've, I I generally when I when I've seen like interviews with Kevin Smith, to to me, I mean, he seems like generally a, a pretty nice guy. I mean, he he's not like the usual Hollywood. Hey, let's do lunch, you know, sort of. Yeah, well, Whatever. Yeah, he's a, of course, he's been always treated more of an independent sort of outsider than, you know, than the. Uh, I just uh, Richard Donners of the world. You know. I just don't get the. Yeah. I, you know what? Jan, I, I'm not, maybe I'll get into it on Friday. Yeah. But not now. Okay. I'm just like this is a Friday thing. No, I mean you just read this stuff and you're like, really, really, a potted <laughs> plant, really. Who does that? I yeah, I, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, I got, yeah, you're just like, huh? Yeah, we can tackle you, everything from Mr. Microphone to Jerry Van Dyke, but that when he gets down there, it's like, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> By invitation only. Right, right, right. But yeah, it's just a, there'll, there'll be more, and I think I yeah I think well the, 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 oh, you there, were saying you just watched the Stranger Things. Yes, oh, and yeah. the news over the weekend was one of the stars, child star, yep. and left his agency because of yeah things, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's horrible. It's it, 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 this uh, thing has just blown up because it's a rich and powerful, right? It, it's just it like is politics. It's always like it is. oh, it's a rich and powerful. They're untouchable. So the, the <laughs> well, thing that gets me is they, the they they've known are, about this for years. The more you can get away with it. I mean, you know, yeah, it's now it's just an open secret. Yeah. If you knew about it, that's why a lot of these people, Whatever. you know, the 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 fake the sort of oh, I had no idea. You know, it's like yeah, you did. Everyone knew about it. Heck, people were joking on the Oscars about you know the, oh, about Seth how hey Seth MacFarlane, you're you're uh, yeah. Seth MacFarlane did right. Yeah, now yeah. that you're uh, yeah. in the running, you no longer have to worry about Harvey you know, yeah. Weinstein anymore. And wasn't it like a, uh, yeah. uh, that was the first and last time Seth MacFarlane hosted oh, the Oscars? yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, uh, I thought he was actually kind of well, funny, I'd watch but it if he was hosting it he again. teed off on a lot of insiders and they didn't Fine. appreciate it. But Well, hey. uh, so then the other news that broke over the weekend, we had mm-hmm. a big prominent tech guy. Same kind of a deal. Yeah. Um, and this guy, he's he's been yeah. kind of, he was kind of Mr. Social Media. Like from day one, he's written books, prominent blogger, mm-hmm. podcaster, uh, prominent guy. I, I would listen years ago when, when, when people, you know, didn't, couldn't spell or understand what a podcast was. Like I didn't even know. I was like, what, what is that? You need a pod from the Apple. 
Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and the podcast sounded like crap because they had to play mm. on like one of these the flip or or a, or a uh, or or if you were lucky enough to own an Apple the Apple iPod One yeah. or a computer. Yeah. I mean, you were downloading the software. Oh, this Yahoo! Does this software work? I mean, literally, <laughs> like this was a, what you had to do to get a podcast. There wasn't any like serial or yeah. Adam Carolla or anything like that. It was like. A dude's talking on cell phones about like the coming social web and all that. And I listen to that because I'm a tech guy, you know, right. or, or mm-hmm. IT esoteric things about um, inform, you know, IT. Sure. And so I'd listen to that. And so I'd listen to this guy, and um, and he was, you know, a pundit and prominent mm-hmm. guy. And um, but yeah. you know, he he, it, it's really weird. It kind of came out. Uh, I I did meet him a few years back at an event. Because I'd never met him, and I was like, "Oh, there he is!" And talk. In fact, we interviewed him. As a matter of fact, did a little hallway interview. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Same thing, you know. You got these confabs and stuff in tech, and and you know yeah. all this horrible stuff happens. Yeah. And uh, you know, and he, uh, this guy, he he kind of, let's see, a couple of years ago. He stopped doing this stuff, and he, he said he was, you know, dealing with uh, alcoholism. I mean, he's a blogger. He's out there. Yeah. And so then um, he's cleaning up his act. And then I think when we went to this this this, this conference, because uh, we were doing some video stuff there, um, you know, I mean, yeah, I think he was with his family and everything at the time, mm. too. But it was it was weird. So all the stuff's coming out with that. And, um yeah, I read about that. So there's yeah. that. Um, yeah. And uh, and again, it's kind of like Hollywood. Like all these people are like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we saw that. You know, it's yeah. like, oh man. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, uh, moving on. Yeah, I mean. Um, well, uh, so, uh, I know uh, Jay Z is not here, but uh, quick sports news: uh, uh, Astros, uh, Dodgers, World Series. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? So the Yankees didn't make it. Yankees didn't make uh, it. Yankees, I was hoping. I was hoping. Yankees went down in what seven? I was. I was kind of. I wasn't watching it, but I yeah. was monitoring the scores, and I was kind of hoping for for Yankees in there. So it's Astros, Houston Astros, and the Dodgers, and LA Dodgers. There you go, uh, Dodgers. Well, I, I get to tell you, I'm I'm voting. I know the Dodgers people are going to get all angry, but I'm voting for the Astros. Really? Well, Houston got wiped in the. Uh, yeah, in the hurricane season this year, it'd be kind of yeah. it'd be kind of good to see uh, the city uh, yeah. get a nice boom. But the Astros are doing well. I heard Houston they were Rocks, really man, doing they're, they're well. Really yeah. good. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just happy because I was hearing the 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 playoffs. You know the the and it's like it's always like I'm okay when it's names I grew up with when I knew mm. like the Cubs, the yeah. Yankees, the Dodgers. You're like, oh wow, actually, even the Astros too. Yeah, Nolan Ryan. Yeah, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. And I showed one time my Nolan Ryan Astros card from there when I was a kid. Got it. I, yeah. I think it was. I think we determined it was worth a little oh, sure. something. Yeah. My Nolan Ryan. Anything Nolan Ryan is worth a little something yeah. nowadays. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I grew. That was when my again back. Boy Scouts, baseball, right? Apple pie and the American Chevrolet, flag. Yeah, <laughs> like a, yeah, little, right. Uh, 
But um, but yeah, I was kind of happy to to hear that. Like like when the Cubs went to, the, I actually oh, had to yeah. watch that. It was like I'm not even a baseball fan, yeah, and it was, it was like, like, okay, it, hey, you you want to watch the Cubs? Yes, I do. Got to watch this because yeah. right now I'm going to watch this and I'm going to watch Back to the Future. <laughs> right, right. Um, and the same year too, yeah. Marty McFly. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the Cubs and last Biff year became mm. president. Biff. Yeah. So that uh, is very. Oh my God. Wasn't it Biff? Biff is very. That is very true. Biff became president. Oh, there was a lot of. There was a lot written about the. Uh, so were we? The, are we Oh yeah! Now you're gonna ask. Yeah, are we literally are we living uh, Back to the Future Part Two right now? Is gonna, that what's going on? I thought you were gonna ask the other question: Are we living in a simulation? Because that's what the you Matrix. Know, Elon Here, have Musk the red pill. and all these people keep saying. It's like, yeah, we might be living in a computer simulation. Just look at. Well, okay, uh, let's let's go ahead and let's address <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I need the video. I need to pull the video up. Okay. Uh, but let's go ahead and address whether or not we're living in a simulation because yeah. there are sometimes – and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying we are, but I'm also not saying we're not. Okay? Is it live or is it memorized? Well, uh, let's, let's – for, for the sake of our show here, let's keep an open mind. Don't you think? Yeah. As investigators – like, what if we have a guest on who thinks we are, and they they'd make the case? Ooh. We need an open mind, right? Yeah, of we course. can't we yeah. can't just sit here and declare that no, we're not, or yes, we are, or whatever. We need so there are things that happen mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that seem that people who believe we're living in a simulation okay. prove it, and mm -hmm. one of those things happened just a few days ago. Yeah, during an NBA game. Did you see this video? Let's uh, now. Right. You gotta. You gotta like uh, uh, stall for a minute. Yeah, be a stretch. I got. Um, in a, huh? And NBA video. I'm like, wow. The problem what, is, is I saved on? this stuff off. Yeah. And of course, it's not here. But this hit the news. Um, it was during a game, and uh, I can describe what happened. Uh, the the. The and I'm trying to think. Was it? I want to say it's like L.A. Was it Clippers, Lakers? It was one of the teams. Mm, yeah. You... Uh, they they were on offense or defense. I can't remember. But they literally changed the court, and every player moved in synchronization, exactly the same steps, as if it was CGI, and you had copied wow. everyone on the court. Wow. I mean, this was a video. This was like, this hit the, the, the thing. I did not see that. Yeah. Interesting. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, NBA Gosh. team moves. I want to play it for you. It's quite fitting. I mean, if there is, if there is a and matrix, say, there you go. I would miss it. So I'm sometimes, uh, see, I don't know. I don't know. It, oblivious. It's going to be hard for me to find because I'm not sure. How and I can't remember the team. And of course, yeah. if I saved it half the time, sometimes I'll save uh, something on Facebook and then it doesn't get saved. Um, but that's basically what happened. I, I wish I could find it for you. Hmm. I mean, it, it hit it hit all the uh, airwaves. Go go, you go search. I'm not gonna. I'll gotcha. we'll sit here for the rest of the hour for me trying to search and find this thing. Sure. Interesting. You can do the okay, search. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, have to, I'll take a look at Maybe that. Maybe we'll bring it on Friday. But if you watch yeah. this video, you see, you know, the the ball. And then the, I think they're going back on defense, but I can't remember. Mm -hmm. One of the two. And all of a sudden, 
every player on the team turns. I mean, it looks like Busby Berkeley. Yeah. They turn. Synchronized. And people even said it was the same foot. Maybe it's maybe saved it on the Twitter. Wow. I think I saw this on, you know, I see a lot of news on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, let me see if I happen to save it on Twitter. There is another sports story. No, I don't see it on Twitter. There is another sports story that we we have to highlight. Okay. The Portland Thorns. Yes. Portland's uh, women's soccer, professional soccer team, the Portland Thorns, won the championship. Yeah, the championship. Just yeah. as, and, and it, it, it was a drag because I wanted to follow it, but I was mm. busy too. Mm-hmm. But congrats to the Thorns. That is the second championship they've won. So we've got... Yeah. The Portland Thorns are uh, repeat champions in the Women's Professional Soccer League. They're good, too. I've seen right. a Thorns game or two. It's, it's, they're, they're real good, you know? So, yeah. Is it a too, too early to start talking dynasty? I mean, if you're repeating, it's possible. Are... It's possible. And there was this great uh, Trailblazers. There was a, a great uh, uh, Jeff, I think it's Lillard. Who was actually watching the game and was like, "Yeah, you guys won," you know. Mm-hmm. So he was like, uh, he was like rooting for him there. It was nice, really good. Nice. Yeah, Portland Thorns. So we, you know, we've been gone when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's yeah, we missed that's a good. lot. Well, and and <laughs> the same in the same breath mm-hmm. that the Thorns mm-hmm. played the championship game, and yeah. I, I was busy. I didn't, didn't even see it on TV. The same when they took the championship. Yeah, it was also. Around the same day or two that the men's U.S. men's team got Panama. knocked out of qualifying for the World Series, and beat by Panama. Is yeah. that where we cue the Van Halen? It's like yeah, Panama. Is that, is that actually? Yeah. I, I mean, if that's not Panama's national anthem by now, it should I be. mean, it should be. Come on, but uh, yeah. The U.S. Noriega's headbanging, you know. The U.S. got knocked out, yep. and and that's that hasn't happened. We've qualified for the World Cup for many many years now. Yeah, and the, that was a huge letdown. The, mm-hmm. There is, uh, I uh, of course you know I, I they, every they now and again Mexico I'll... that big game they beat the U.S. men's beat yeah. Mexico and then they beat Jamaica. Yep, and these were like. Tough teams. Yeah, people thought, wow, you know, the, the yeah. men's, when they do get into the World Cup, uh, they could, you know, they could make some serious waves well, this time. In the last then, World Cup, they did they did pretty well. Panel. Yeah, they yeah. did. So that Way was better than they thought they were going to Huge do. bad news for sports. Missing yeah, the World Cup. They're but then, cleaning house then, now. And, oh, by the way, the Thorns won the championship. It's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Now, uh, the Women's World Cup, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. is... Uh, champions we've done real well there yeah and women's soccer uh, part okay but you know part of the reason why it's uh soccer and women's soccer is very uh strong here in portland other than soccer overall is strong university of portland university of portland yeah yeah university of portland has had portland pilots has had a very 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 strong I mean, we have strong soccer programs, period, but a very, like, nationally well, yeah, recognized. Yeah, they're, they're the standard bearers. Strong yeah. women's soccer. Yeah. And uh, I believe it was uh, an old Portland Timber, Clive Charles, I believe, who was one of the people instrumental as coach and head of that program that really brought that 
program up yeah. uh, at the U of P for yeah. pilots. So, and that's where a lot of um, a lot of the uh, champions, women soccer champions, have have come out of the University of Portland. Yeah. So, there you go. There you go. And so, and we got the thorns now. Yeah. So I haven't checked to see how the timbers were doing. I got to do the dinger because we got to congratulate the thorns. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, I, I like you know it. what? I have a thorns flag from from the thorns. I, I have. Oh, one. the banner. Yeah. yeah. The, well, yeah. a few years ago, uh, someone uh, graciously hmm. gave me tickets, and my daughter and I. Went and we had a really good time. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And we were like, wow, they're really good. But, you know, just like, I mean, just like the Timbers, though. Yeah. The, yes, you can get tickets to the Thorns, but it's not, you know, yeah. maybe a little easier than the Timbers, but still, they're champions. So you got to know, selling buddy. It out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know. And the story is that uh, they want to expand the the, or the stadium again. Too, I don't know where we're at with that, but there's yeah. they want to put in more seats because they can sell more seats. Right, may uh, already at least as far as Major League Soccer uh, compared to other stadiums around the country, uh, Providence Park is one of. I mean, they're one of the highest grossing for uh, MLS. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. I mean, although I don't know how much you can expand there in that plot of land downtown. Well. Like I said, I've been out of the loop, uh, but Portland Timbers are on top of the Western Conference with the Seattle Sounders. Actually tied, almost tied. I mean, they're they're in one slot, but yeah. uh, tied points with Seattle Sounders, Vancouver, and Houston, and then Kansas City. So, yeah, pretty much the teams that we've seen this year. L.A. Galaxy is last in the table. Mm. Oh, oh, how can they do that? But yeah, we've got to we've got to kind of get up on things. What what other things happened? I mean, like what hasn't happened? <laughs> you know, uh, oh, uh, good news. Yeah, uh, yeah. China. Yes. By the way, just a little note to you out there in Oak Grove. Yeah. Uh, you know, China had this space station. Is. Remember this big kind of like skylight? They had their own space station. Yes. Because they're they're doing space too. They want to do space stuff. Mm-hmm. They put a rover on the on the moon. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. A while back, they roved around the moon. Excellent. So China's all about their space program. Sure. Like they are about all, a lot of stuff. And they had this space station out there. I can't remember what it was called. It was like some long name. Um, and uh, mm. it's coming down. Uh, it's uncontrollable. Oh boy. Yeah. So. Uh, and they just wanted to note to people of Earth, uh, our space station's coming down on Earth, <laughs> and um, just want to let you know. And we can't control where it lands. So, and that's going to be could coming it be Oak down. Grove? Could it be crashing Oak Grove? It that could. Mm-hmm. It could. Could mm-hmm. crash anywhere. Now, because the majority of the Earth is covered in ocean, the probability is that it will land somewhere in water. Chances are. But yeah, when you don't, because you know, a lot of times with satellites and stuff, when they decommission them and they want to, they they do need to take them out right of the orbit. Yeah, and they still have enough fuel. To control, there's uh, there's actually a space graveyard, and I can't remember where they said it's at in the ocean, which is great, like environmental stuff. But <laughs> it's where they like to park all the space junk. Yeah, when they can control it and 
they drop it in this certain area in the ocean. So, like, everyone knows this is where we're, we're dumping the space junk. In Mariana's trench. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still, like, in some trench. And, but unfortunately, sometimes you the Chinese said they, they were not sure. Uh, I was listening to, actually, a space podcast. We're not sure. Uh, if they lost communication or the fuel ran out or whatever, and I don't think the Chinese are saying, mm. but they've lost kind of the control of the space station for quite some time. Oh, boy. And what goes up Must always down. will come down. Um, Earth will pull it back down. So that's toward the end of this year, early space next year. stations keep falling on my head. So we might have some yeah. fireworks uh, coming. <laughs> uh, yeah coming down and uh you know usually most of it burns up in the atmosphere when it yeah. comes down but something that big will drop parts are coming through parts will come through yeah um this reminds us the u.s did this once u.s our very first space station oh, called space skylab 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 that's right i was called space and lab we skylab. lost yeah. yes. we kind of lost control that's of that right. one too careened and Pieces ended up in Western Australia, I want to mm-hmm. say, smashing down in Australia. And the Australians weren't too happy with us about no. that one. Yeah. It's like, hey, guys. So, um, and boy, <laughs> let's let's just say we don't ever want to lose control of that International Space Station because that thing's big. Yeah. Like as far as stuff orbiting. Yeah. That's a pretty big one, you know? Yeah. And so it's like they better like make sure like when that thing's got to go that they do something with it. Hopefully they keep it, keep it because it's it's a heck of an investment. Sort of like, sort of like we lived in the house for 15, 20 years. Now we're just going to torch Add it. On. You know. Well, hopefully, you know, I'm I'm hoping the ISS uh, just turns yeah. into like Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wouldn't that be great? Right? Yeah, it would. Put in a quarks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Get the Ferengis out there and yeah. Yeah. Heck That'd yeah, be awesome. man. I, I'm I'm there with it. But anyway, so I just wanted to alert okay. everyone. If, if you're not worried about uh, nuclear war, North Korea, or whatever, uh, here's something extra for you to be anxious about: a uh, space station coming down. Yeah, you know. Again, the law of averages, it's going to land yeah. in the ocean. But but again, uh, Skylab pieces ended up in yeah. Australia, so it's like I've been such a mixed uh, emotions about the space program and don't get me wrong, I love what Elon Musk is doing, SpaceX. Oh yeah. Huge, huge and he's, fan of he's that. been launching he's had successful launches and recoveries uh uh for a while. In the last, now. Well in the last yeah. few weeks they've yeah. done some some big launches and they're getting they're getting, getting ready, ready to do the big one. Yep. The big the big truck. See I hope so because I, I think, now maybe I'm just talking out of my hat here, but uh, as I often do, but uh, I think as far as where the space programs come to, I think we've been ripped off. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, when we were growing up, we were promised the Jetsons. We saw Star Trek, you know, Spock and everything. And what do we got now? I mean, mm-hmm. the closest thing we got to anything is uh, Elon Musk. He 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 is our last best hope for some sort of. But I think we've been ripped off. I mean, we were promised Jetsons here, you know, and we, we now we got nothing. 
I was just, I was gonna look I looked up the Skylab thing because I uh, yeah. Skylab's demise was an international media event with merchandising right. of T-shirts and hats with bullseyes and a Skylab <laughs> repellent with money back guarantee. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, because we knew it was coming down. Uh, it was now okay. So yeah. here's what happens when you don't have control, like you don't have jets and control to go. Okay, I want it to orbit here and I want it to yeah. dump here. You can only predict. And the problem is, the further out you are, because it's erratic and the atmosphere. You never know. And you don't know what the atmosphere, you know, you can't, they can't do the calculations. Like, they can't say right now, here's where it's going to land. Because they don't know how, as this thing is coming down, how the atmosphere is going to affect its Angle and speed only gets you so far. When when it hits that atmosphere, you never know. And this is exactly what happened in Skylab. So a week before reentry, I'm reading on the Wikipedia here, NASA forecasted that it would occur between July 10th and 14th, and with the 12th (laughs) most likely the date. So they're like, it's going to happen around here. And so like right now, the Chinese are saying this is going to come down somewhere toward the end of the year, early next year, like they can... December, January, got you a Christmas present. Um, Happy New Year. In the hours before the event, ground controllers adjusted Skylab's orientation to try and minimize the risk. So they act of reentry on a populated area. So that mm. suggests that they did have control, which I find weird. Yeah. Because it's still, they aimed the station at a spot 810 miles southeast of Cape Town, South Africa. Um, the state. Oh, here, the station did not burn up as fast as NASA expected due to four percent calculation error. It's rocket science. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, due to four percent calculation error, so that's the problem. They were trying to get it to burn up mm. and landed about three hundred miles southeast of Perth in Western there Australia. Yeah, and was found between Esperance and Ralina. Mm. Um. Residents and an airline pilot saw dozens of colorful fireworks like flares as large pieces broke up in the atmosphere. Um, the Shire of Esperance fined NASA $400 for littering. <laughs> a mm. fine, 400 Australian dollars for littering. That's what it said, 400. A fine which remained unpaid for 30 years. That's right. <laughs> NASA's like, F you, we're NASA. That's right. We're not cleaning up. The fine was paid in April 2009. That's right. Obama paid it. When radio host Scott Barley of Highway Radio raised the funds from his morning show listeners and paid the fine on behalf of NASA. That was Obama. No, no. This is some radio host. Okay, okay. So it didn't didn't, uh, hurt anyone, thank God, but it did did, uh, land uh, in Western Australia. There you go. And so... We'll just do this all over again. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, yeah, you think back, well, you think back to the horrible, horrible space shuttle. Oh, Challenger, yeah. Cra- no, uh, that would be Columbia. Columbia. Yeah, the the horrible space shuttle um, that re-entered. Um, oh, and that oh, was oh, 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 some oh, bad, bad oh, stuff. Okay. And that was, you know, and that was yeah. same situation. I mean, a lot of that stuff didn't, didn't, you know, made it to the ground. Yeah. So, uh, mm. yeah, that's <laughs> we don't need mm. to talk about that. 
This, oh, this Monday's turning into a downer, man. Yeah, I know. What, do we, what else we got? I'm trying yeah. to think of some good stuff that uh, was happening. Uh, you know what? I got something good. That's why I think our space spacing. Speaking of well, like I said, Elon Musk he's launched some some stuff lately. That all all's been going, and now he's yeah. now you know he Elon. What does he have? He's got a car company, electric Tesla. car, right? Yeah. Tesla, which uh, a week announced. or so ago, yeah. I got a picture. I saw one just at the Starbucks, the what? SUV. They got the Gullwing yes things. I don't yeah. know if I sent that to you, but I was like, hey, look what I saw. Yes, you did. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, it was some ladies were loading the car, and it was like the Gullwings, and I go. Uh, and and I thought gull wings, might might I looked closer, but I was thinking at that time I was thinking I think that's that Tesla SUV. Yeah, sure enough, well, it is. If you're ever down on Macadam, there in the South Waterfront, yeah, uh, that's where they've set up their uh, their dealership now, the uh, Tesla dealership. That must have been yeah, that because I was you know in Selwood, yeah, across the river. Yeah. So yeah, you pass. So you by see there. them around there. Yeah, I'm seeing them around on the street. So Tesla, yeah. they had this, and then they they're trying to get them produced the new model, and mm-hmm. you know they're having production problems. But that happens with new well, technology. And then late last night, they they it looks like they struck a deal. Oh really? Yeah, the Chinese Shanghai with uh, the Tesla. Yep. And uh, yeah, is uh, about ready to pop off to bed, laying there listening to. Uh, to the radio there, and uh, that was one of the news items that uh, there uh, that looks like uh, Tesla has uh, struck a deal with with China, and they're uh, trying to open up the Shanghai market. Because you know, and yep, one thing it's I, right here. I did not know is the Chinese are huge into the electric cars. Oh yeah, huge. I well, I, I didn't. I thought they they were fossil they fuel, need, but no, no, they need to be. Right? Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're the ones that have the real pollution problem over right. there, folks. Um, yeah, no, they they but need huge they need no them. combustion engines over in China. Yeah, they need all they need to go electric. Uh, Tesla strikes deal. The Wall Street Journal. Tesla strikes deal with Shanghai to build factory in China. Yeah, arrangement could enable electric car maker to slash production costs. Firm will likely incur twenty five percent import tariff. Now, the right. bad thing about this story is mm-hmm. leading up mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, Elon fired. Like I want to say it's about three hundred people uh, here stateside in the Tesla. Really? Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, pri- presumably, it sounded like because of performance and production Cut. problems and all Cut. that. Ah. That's that's kind of what I read into it. But yeah, that was gotcha. big negative news for for Musk and Tesla is that gotcha. uh, they fired a bunch of the workforce mm. after they kind of did performance reviews or whatever well, I guess but he's got that to, i guess they're gonna have to revamp it now well i think it sounds like they're gonna do it in china yeah okay so the way yeah. the chinese work okay is so sure so they want to sell tesla in china huge market they want electric cars they need electric cars over there because of the pollution yeah but here's what china does just like everybody they're like oh okay yeah we'll we'll take your cars we'll buy your cars and you'll be putting the manufacturing factory here like mm. for our economy, for yeah. our workers, um, they did this with uh, high tech, with computer companies, chip companies, and all that. It's like mm. you don't, you don't, you want to sell your computer chips and all that to Great. China. They're like, hey, put in a factory over here. 
you know yeah. and so you do these deals so that's that's a piece of it if you're putting in a factory then that opens up the market it's a it's how the chinese work right their economy yeah you don't just go in and sell stuff they want to balance it with the manufacturing piece um but he's he's doing that he uh, the their SpaceX has been launching and landing yeah. stuff, and they're getting ready for their heavy. Then he's got this thing called the Boring Company. Mm. So that's the other one that people don't uh, uh, think about. But it, it, he's 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 digging holes, and he's digging holes for his that Hyperloop thing. Oh yeah. The 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 yeah. sci-fi get from here and he just got a uh, a contract I want to say from Maryland to dig some miles of holes down there in Maryland, Washington DC for for the Hyperloop. So we'll see how that goes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was in the news. I didn't I, I obviously haven't checked the news recently, so I didn't see the Tesla thing, but um when, when we do like a tech update or uh, Elon Musk, we should just call it. We should just call the segment Musk on Monday. Yeah, just yeah, that's right. Musk say, on Monday. Yeah, this it, is it, your Musk. The on Boring Monday. Company is also uh, located in Hawthorne, California, which is where SpaceX is gotcha. located. Maryland governor announces support for Boring Company and Hyperloop from Baltimore to DC. There you go. So that'll be the first thing. And this is, see, he's like sci-fi guy. He grew up on sci-fi. So he's got the rockets. He's got the electric cars. These are all the stuff you have Jerry Anderson and whatever. And then those, those things that you, you get in, um, you know, you get in and close the doors and you're underground and it's like, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're, you're there. So, Elon Musk is going to give me my Jetsons then. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I'm so, looking forward to it now. Now I don't feel so ripped off. But I, I, I like the idea of testing yeah. it on politicians. Ooh. What could go wrong? Uh, and we had a little accident. We lost a few Congress people. Oh. We lost a few politicians and lobbyists in that accident. Yeah, mm. It happens. I sound like a terrible person. But anyway. <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah. So so Maryland uh, from Baltimore to DC. Yeah. So that might be the first one. I'm not sure how long it's going to take. I'm not sure how because the boring company is to build the tunnels. Remember that tunnel that they made here in Portland? Yes. Uh, we have the Max train, the West Side Max, and yeah. they found out well when they were going to put it in, they need to bore a tunnel under the West Hills. Into the zoo, right? And it's several miles long. It was a heck of a project. It was like take ten years or eight. Huge undertaking, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they get these giant. You ever see these things? These giant boring yep. tools. Yeah, they just bring it in and it's just like kind of drills. Yeah, I, I remember uh, where the corner is now of you know where McLaughlin and Seventeenth is mm-hmm. uh, before you know they laid down all of the uh, Max. Uh, construction, they were doing some drilling and some boring over there, and they had this huge, I mean, a monster, huge tube. It was almost like sitting on the side of the road. And uh, it's like, wow, they're going to be building this huge hole. <laughs> yeah, and, that uh, was that that one is the one that they've been doing for this. We have this big city, sewer right? project. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's for this giant sewer. Because yeah. here, the problem Mondo is when sewer. it rains, 
Now, I, I, you know, I haven't checked up on that project. Is that thing done finally? I don't know. Uh, basically, when it rains in Portland, uh, the way the sewers work around here yeah. is they flood and then dump into the Willamette River. Yeah. Hence is why you never really want to go close to that river. No. Because it's basically a sewer, especially when it rains, like it's been raining. Uh, it all just runs off. So that's bad. EPA, all that stuff, bad. So they, <laughs> they basically have been trying to yeah. create this sewer system where when everything runs off, it, it's like an underground river. Gotcha. And then you can do that. That, that was what they were trying to do. Yeah. I got a good one here, though. This okay. is a good one. Excellent. I watched this last night. Uh-huh. And I think this is real good. Okay. Um, and I think we need to talk about that. This is a philosophical dilemma. And it's Excellent. been it's been in it's it's been in a uh, it's a teachable philosophical Yeah. Let me get oh, yeah. my uh I got to get my uh, philosophical dilemma oh. hat on. Oh, you're going to Let's change change hats. Let's change hats. There we go. Philosophical dilemma. Do you need, do you need hat. a pipe? I maybe I for good contemplation I may need a, a pipe. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm ready. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I gotta tell you, don't get mad at me, but kind of, you kind of, yeah. you kind of look like a Bond villain. Do I? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You kind of look. You look a little like, like, like. Just say yes. this. Yes. Uh, I don't want you to talk. I want you to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to talk. I want you to die. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. yeah. Jason, do you like yeah. gold? Do you have a fetish well, for gold? <laughs> gold member. Wait a gold member. That's Austin no. Powers. Gold bingo. Well, I guess I know what you and uh, <clears throat> were watching well, this weekend. <laughs> well, um, I won't say I was, and I won't <laughs> say I wasn't. Anyway. So, yes. philosophical, philosophical dilemma. Yes, dilemma. And what do they say? This is uh, actually it's 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 a thing to to introduce uh, consequ- consequentialism mm-hmm. versus deontology. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Took me second Monday, works. so it takes me a second for things to click yeah. in. But yeah. yeah, I know. Me too. It's it's right. it's Monday morning, folks. Uh, it's called the trolley problem. Okay. You know what the trolley problem? You've heard this one. Yes. Uh, in the, in the classic version of the trolley problem, a train is barreling down a track, mm-hmm. okay, at five people. There are five people on the track. In my dream, it is. The, the, anyway. the train yeah. is, is, is bearing down on them. Mm-hmm. The train will hit them and kill them. You're in the position to throw a switch. You yeah. know, it's a little switch back there, two, two tracks. You're in the position. You have the power to throw a switch, diverting the train to another track. Okay. Where it would only hit one person. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So here's your choice. Should you let the five people die or make an active choice to kill the one person? Five versus one. And then yeah, all of a sudden I, I hear, I hear like, you know, Wrath of Khan. It's like right. the many or the one. Right. <laughs> Ship and out the of danger. Of the yeah, yeah. But that's basically... Uh, um, Yes. So basically, five people are going to die. If you throw a switch, those five people are going to live, but you're mm-hmm. going to kill one other person on the other track. Right. What do you do? See, it's, it's, it's a philosophical dilemma. Well, this uh, psychology professor okay. gave this dilemma to his two-year-old son. 
And he had a unique but he perspective. But he had a unique perspective. This was uh, this is on Vox, folks. So let's uh, let's look at what a two year old would do mm-hmm. in this uh, case. Uh oh, Nicholas. Nicholas, this train is going to crash into these five people. Should we move the train to go this way, or should we let it go that way? Which way should the train go? So he moves the extra person over onto the track with the five people. <laughs> and takes them all out. <laughs> the kill them all Everyone philosophy. Dies. Mm. <laughs> this is our future, folks. Mm. Uh, Interesting. Yes. Uh, well, as Vox said, uh, watch a two-year-old solve one of philosophy's most famous moral dilemmas. Yes. I mean, I was I was kind of expecting more. <laughs> like maybe, oh, this kid's uh, brilliant. Uh, he's going to come up with something unique. It's the like, child is a sage. Kill, no, kill them all. <laughs> no, just kill them all. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, that this is uh, it doesn't. Uh, this is not uh, feng shui enough of a moral. We need to move this other person on the track. Now we have six people, and we can. Kill them all. Right. You know, clearly, we want, you know. I mean, wow. yeah. maybe, wow. maybe, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't have to do anything other than get the other person to move. <laughs> yep, yep, that child is going to grow up to be two great things. You, wow. want, you want the two-year-old to turn to the camera and go, to his dad and go, schadenfreude. <laughs> you know? Humanity sucks. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, anyway, so that was interesting. There was there was a, a kid like a prodigy, and I saved this somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he actually was like talking about these philosophical things. He's like a little older, mm-hmm. but uh, the kid was like, like he's 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 got this YouTube channel, and he's just constantly talking about philosophical things. And mm-hmm. and they asked him, "Do you think we're living in a simulation, the Matrix?" And he breaks it all down, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, not sure what kind of yeah. pharmaceuticals that poor boy is on, but, uh, you know. That's, um, that's what happens when you introduce uh, little Johnny to ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Hallucinogenics, he's, uh... We do have a local thing that I really want to bring up, and it is a charitable thing, and mm. it has to happen. It can is, I, can I this... take off my, um, uh... Well, I, I kind of like it, but okay. you know. But yes, you can if okay. you'd like. Well, well I just we'll, didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to have my uh, moral dilemma hat. Yeah, well, we'll uh, um, for nothing. We'll, uh, we'll we'll try to find something else. Okay. I've got film noir here too, so well, I mean, I'll leave got, it on. Yeah, yeah. If we're going noir, it's but, it's staying on. But oh, look at this! This is such good news. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and this is this is fantastic. So. There's this video store in Portland called Movie Madness. Institution, yeah. An institution, like yeah. films, out of print. They got videos, they got DVDs, they've got stuff you can't find. If there's that weird foreign film they got that it. you need to yeah. find, Movie Madness has it. Yeah. I found movies there that were like, okay, wow. There was like a place like that in Selwood, wasn't there? I remember Possibly, off, off, yeah. off uh, 17th. But Movie Madness has been around for ooh, yeah, yeah. a couple decades or so, mm-hmm. and um, and just like I said, an institution. And they they also have uh, a lot of museum pieces. They got something from Gone with the Wind in there. They've got props and and things that that 
guy bought. I mean, this guy was he was kind of in the in the Hollywood, did stuff in Hollywood, and then he he uh, he set this place up and just a you know film yeah. buff, just like do all this stuff. So he's exiting the business. Mike, I believe, is his name. Mm. Uh, he he. He's exiting the business. We may need to get, need to get Retiring. him Retiring. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. He's been doing a lot of interviews right now. It would be great. Yeah. Um, so what happened was uh, people wanted to save the business. And the Hollywood Theater, the historic yeah. Hollywood Theater, yes. love the Hollywood Theater. I work mm-hmm. with those folks there from time to time on events. They are a fantastic uh, place. That is a nonprofit Organization and they play good movies. I was trying to go in and go see a couple movies that I wanted to see, and they were sold out. Sold out. It's like so. I'm like, I just got to get a subscription and you know, yeah, get tickets or whatever. Uh, but they have came together um, and said that they would like to uh, buy out and take over Movie Madness. Mm. It's a great fit. Hollywood Theater, nonprofit theater celebrating cinema and the movie Madness. So they ran this Kickstarter. Uh, They said they needed $250,000 to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just looking at the update. And we would have talked about this. We would have said something had we been here actually doing this show, which (laughs) we weren't. Mm -hmm. But the update of the Kickstarter, still, you you should donate. But update, we reached our goal in just nine days. Wow. Uh, so it's time to move the goalpost. Let's raise three hundred and fifty thousand, and we'll build a screening room. Ooh. Wow! So see, so they had two hundred fifty pledged on Kickstarter. They have two hundred sixty-two five ten. If they raise it, they could do a screening room. Let me see what the. Um, okay, that's just the the update, but um, I can show it here. This so particular I, man has only one thing on his mind. Over 40,000 videos and 30,000 DVDs to rent. Neither will mine. <laughs> so this is actually Madness has one of the largest video collections in the country. This is the Kickstarter video. Most of these films are not available online and never will be. That's true. The Hollywood Theater is in a unique position to save Movie Madness, save this collection, yeah. and keep it available to the public. So anyway, I just I wanted to talk about this. There's a story to be told. This is Mike Clark. He was the owner Madness. and founder of it movie buff but it is a great place to go into the so i just wanted to show a little bit of that and highlight that i know some people who ended up it it hit my facebook in the middle of me doing all this stuff and i was like oh and i I think i shared it out and i was like hey hey movie madness this is great um some people are doing this kickstarter this i mean it made uh, hollywood theater it made complete sense i i know like i said i know the people over there and they're they're, that whole nonprofit, they're just dedicated to, to movies. And they've renovated the theater. They've taken the money that they get in the nonprofit to keep upgrading the theater and, and mm-hmm. making things nice. And, and they're nice people to work with, too. I have to tell you. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I've always had a, a good rapport, you know, going in there. And like I roll in there with all sorts of equipment. And I, okay, we got to do this and this and this. And they're like, okay, you know. Yeah. So. Very cool. I'm glad yeah. that uh, they found a way to uh, uh, save movie madness, and I'm, I'm glad it's uh, it, it is the good folks over at the Hollywood Theater. That yeah, yeah, are going to preserve and you know, uh, and there's other, there are other, you know, not to <laughs> pull anything away from the Hollywood Theater, but there are other independent theaters too, even around here. And and I got to mm-hmm. tell you, that's that's my that's my gig now. I'm mm. I'm kind of. Tired of the Cineplex stuff. 
the cookie cutter sort of yeah. uh, regal cinema. Uh, well, I didn't want to say the names. Oh, but, uh, oh, sorry. You know, I well, first of all, movies today aren't so good. Um, <laughs> but uh, for example, well, yeah. another example. Here's uh, I found this one, and I, I this one I'm really super interested in. Another great indie theater in Northwest Portland, Cinema Twenty One. Yes. Well, guess what Cinema Twenty One's doing? Okay. Uh, well, you'll have to guess because where is that? <laughs> I love it. I love it when I share it, and then it's like, where was all the info in the link? Well, I can tell you. Called together from an astounding Warner archive. Okay. Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. 18 essential film noir classics span the year 1937 to 1965. The series is essentially an encyclopedia soiree of the film noir style. And I was trying to find... um, There was a list here, Mm -hmm. Cinema 21. Uh, It starts this weekend, Friday, and goes through next week. Uh, Robert Mitchum. Ooh, There's a Bobby Mitchum. Yeah. handful of Robert Mitchum films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, film noir. Uh, uh, Big Sleep is going to be course. in there. That's, I think that's the Bogart. last. Yeah, Big Sleep. Big. Uh, um, I'm, I wish I could find Maltese the list. Maltese Falcon. Maltese Falcon is not uh, in that. I think it might just be a Warner Brothers. With the Killers sounds like. Well, Jason, if I could pull it up and find the list. <laughs> oh, here's the details. Thank you, Doc. Yes. You know, you know, it just doesn't work the way it's supposed to. It's like it's supposed to be at your fingertips, but you still have to click, click. Yeah. I mean, we got people out there listening, talking. You should have asked, uh, you know who. I, she probably could have worked nah, that. Yeah, I don't think no? so. Let, let, let's run it down. Okay. Ready? Okay. We'll run it down. We'll, we'll get you. You got your film. You got your hat on. Yeah, man. Dude, we even got the fedora over here. There you there. go. You We're going full noir yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, Friday, October 27th. That's this Friday. Murder My Sweet, 1944. Ooh. Stranger on the Third Floor, yeah. 1940. Yeah. Crossfire, 1947. Yes. Saturday, October 28th. When Strangers Marry, mm. 1944. I don't know. That was uh, Out of the Past, 1947. And On Dangerous Ground, 1951. Sure. Uh, Sunday... Uh, Protonor Matinee, Marked Woman, Black okay. Legion, mm-hmm. The Locket, and Angel Face from 1953. Angel Face, yes. And uh-huh. then Monday on the 30th is The Letter and Possessed, 1940 and 1947. And Tuesday, this one probably saw it, is The Big Sleep, 1946, yeah. and The Big Shot, 1942. Mm. And then Wednesday is The Underworld Story and The Phoenix City Story hmm. from 1950. I, I always love it when it's, it's like the, you know, the... They're, they're digging Ripped deep from now. the headlines, the Portland City story, uh, starring yeah. Max Blank uh, as a mm. kingpin. Yeah, I, 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 and then Thursday, they're digging deep. I thought for sure there's going to be like big, um, so they're going just from one studio then. I think it said Warner, okay. Warner Archives. So uh, okay. Thursday uh, is Brainstorm from 1965 mm-hmm. and Beyond a Reasonable Doubt, 1956. So Right. So that's cool. That's happening at Cinema 21. I mean, I don't know. I got to tell you, Jason. I mean, in these days of CGI and yeah. all this stuff. North. Oh, man, it's like a blanket. Oh, can I just watch something with shadows and black and white that have like yeah. all these 
tropes and just like ooh, and drama and the drama always the music you know the uh, uh, you know oh yeah yeah I mean I yeah I mean the Maltese Falcon is one of my favorite Maltese top Falcon, films yeah. of all time um uh let's see here uh if we're going noir I mean um, Sydney Asphalt, Green Street come on is, uh, Peter Lorre Asphalt Jungle Asphalt Jungle yes that's a good one Peter Lorre Heck, mm-hmm. even even uh, I mean, it's kind of it's exotic, but it does have that noir feel. Casablanca. Oh yes, you very know? much so. Yeah, um, and the, the, but there's so many of these other movies that like maybe you didn't catch or whatever. Yeah, and it's like the killers. Is there like a I mean, film? That's... There should is there like a film noir site or I know there's I keep getting an ad for a site of classic movies that you could sign up for, but. You know, like or like a channel, like the noir channel. I mean, because that would be the one where you're like, no, 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 just. I know, well, I know Turner Classic Movies has a lot. They, they do, do a lot of that. They do a lot of noir. Yeah. Uh, Robert Osborne was pretty famous. The late Rod, Robert Osborne the late, great passed Osborne. away. I think earlier he, this year. Yeah. When we, were doing, we had mentioned that. Yeah. About a year ago, and he. Uh, yeah. He was a big proponent and a big advocate of. Uh, yeah. You know, the noir sort of renaissance so to speak of that so i know i and the one the one movie that i've been that i've read the reviews and i've been interested to go see you know i still haven't seen that new alien movie yet that's how that's how covenant or something like that that's how interested i've been yeah yeah saw the previews read the reviews i was like Mm. i guess i'll catch this sometime yeah and then when i'm in the mood it you know frankly it i don't know it didn't the reviews weren't so helpful which it was kind of like how much more do you do with this alien right (laughs) popping out of your chest you know it's like anyway i mean they were going with a whole new thread and i'll watch it but i've already read the reviews and i was like "Eh, i I don't think i'll like it it's nothing's going to come close to those first two yeah see that's the first two movies, the That's Alien why a lot and of the, the franchise sequel. ones I won't watch anymore. Yeah, yeah, Because I always compare them to the, you know, the standard bearers. Right, that, you know, and right. I don't want to be let down. See, that's why, I'll be honest with you, that's why I'm scared as hell to watch Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Because well, to we're... me, it always goes, you know, I think of the classics, of course, the original, yeah. Star Trek. Then you have Next Generation, Deep Space Nine. The stuff that you think of when you think of the Star Trek franchise and then I'm because I've heard mixed messages about Discovery. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to see it because then it's going to sour me even more to see where this is going. You know. So, so I I don't know. So I've been watching Star Trek Discovery. Okay. I, and you have to pay. Yeah. A subscription to CBS to do it. Yes. Which, by the way, uh, let me let me let me. Get, uh, there's there's a lot of negatives I can put out here. Number one negative I want to say is this. Mm-hmm. If you're paying for the streaming, don't make it look like crap. It really doesn't look good. Mm. It really, I'm like looking at this thing going, this stream is bad. And I'm, I'm watching it on the computer, on the, the mat. You know, I'm like, it's not like I'm watching it on my phone or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you know, Netflix looks great. YouTube looks great on this. And then it's like, I'm paying CBS. I mean, I stopped it at one point during a special effect, and it was all just, like, blocked out and everything. I'm like, guys, guys. You can do better than this. <sighs> so that's yeah. number one. So yeah. there's an issue there. I I have really been having a hard time with the Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Uh, they had the free premiere, and then the second part of it that you had to go pay to Suckered see. Suckered in by, oh. 
And it was like the pre-story yeah. to the show. And then it was like, and it had like uh, Michelle Yeoh in it, which was like, hey, Michelle Yeoh, that's great. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. And it was like, mm-hmm. but she's not really a star of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not really in it. And and there were problems with that. It, 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 I have to tell you, the first, the, the opening, the prequel episode that they tried to get you in on. Yeah. And they did a whole bunch of like lens flare and stuff, which they uh... seemed to stop. Then they stopped later doing yeah, it, which good. I was like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so at first it looked like those movies with all the lens flare, yeah. and then they stopped doing it. And I was like, okay, thanks for stop doing that. Good, good choices, because we don't need lens flare every five seconds. Um, but it was kind of like, I felt ripped off because it was like this prequel, yeah. like on other, like on Deep Space Nine or whatever, that would have been at best an hour opening episode of the show like the deep space nine um opening i thought was one of the stronger uh beginnings of any star trek mm-hmm. i mean that really set up what was going on and it opened in such a like the first five minutes were some of the uh coolest and scariest and saddest five minutes of a star trek show ever was right. the opening of deep space nine you really knew what this guy's deal was, was after five minutes it, it was, was like a oh. deeper yeah than just yeah. what you'd expect you know and that's what they're trying to do with discovery i get it but they could have compacted it a yeah. lot more. And 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 so here's what's happening now. Now that they've gotten into the show, they keep doing callbacks to what you've already seen. Um, like they keep going, oh, and remember, your backstory is yada, yada, yada. It's like, guys, we've already watched it. We don't need you to tell us what the back... If you wanted to do that... Why did you waste time making the backstory in the first place? You could have just said it. I mean, there's certain there's certain things in filmmaking where you can show the backstory right. or you can just mention it's like, well, the reason uh, he's got a missing a leg is because the dog bit it off. Gotcha. All you need to know. Oh, you know, and maybe later that'll be important. Like when he encounters a, a, a poodle and runs away in fear. <laughs> oh, we, we know this because we heard he got his leg bit off, right? Yeah. So anyway, so they've been doing that. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah. So I've been watching the episodes. They actually have the Discovery ship. They actually have the captain. They actually have the cast now. It's mm. taken all this time to just assemble the cast. And that happens in Star Trek, too. And here's, here's the thing that I've been about the Star Trek Discovery is that I know as a Star Trek fan, I remember when The Next Generation came on the air. Mm-hmm. It took time to get into it. Yeah. I mean, people forget... We think about now Star Trek The Next Generation as this beloved show, which it is. Captain Picard, Geordi LaForge, Data, Riker, Deanna Troy, you know, Worf, right? I mean, it's a great show. There were great stories, and we loved it, you know? Not when it started, because, because when it started, all we had was Kirk, Spock, and the Enterprise and the classic phasers and what we had experienced before. Yeah. So this whole, in the 1980s, this whole uh, Star Trek The Next Generation was like, oh, this is new, you know. And it took a while to get into it. Yeah, the special effects were way better. But the cast, do you like this captain? Do you like these people? Yeah. You know, there's a Klingon on the bridge now. Do we like him? Right, I mean, it took like right. a season or two for that to suss out to the point where it was like, okay, this this show's good. Yeah. All right? Yeah. D- 
Deep Space Nine was kind of the same way. The first season or so of Deep Space Nine is like, and I think they would, people have said to you, about the time you get into season three-ish mm. is where stuff really goes down. It's and then stride. it's Deep Space Nine. Yeah. I mean, there's the Dominion War and the Klingons. There's a lot of stuff that goes down in Star Trek lore in that show. you know. And plus, I, I like it because, um, what's his name? Avery Brooks goes just goes bald with the goatee. It's right. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a big fan of his acting. I mean, I thought he was tremendous. Yeah, in Deep Space guy. Nine, Avery Brooks is a fantastic actor, and there there were stories. You know, you can say no, no, no. You don't like Deep Space. Watch this episode. Watch this episode. Watch this. You, yeah. you, if you like good drama, it's real good. So anyway, so I'm like, I got to give this a chance, right? And it's updated for 2017 with special effects, with the cast. It's been real dark. Mm. My my big criticism is I've been trying to go through, and I've been trying to find elements to snatch onto that are Star Trek elements. Yeah. Whatever they are, fandom. Like, what is what is this that's making it Star Trek, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been missing that. I've been grabbing at straws. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. they got uniforms. Sure, they got a spaceship. Right. But where is the stuff that goes, I'm watching Star Trek. Yeah, universal Star Trek tropes that at, you, you, oh, okay, this is Star Trek. As opposed yeah. to... I'm just watching a sci-fi show. Yeah. Right? And so as I've been watching this Discovery, each of the episodes, I've been like, I'm watching a sci-fi show. It's like watching the reboot of Battlestar Galactica or something. Mm. I'm not connecting with this being Star Trek. Yeah. And that's really been bothering me. Last night was episode six. Mm-hmm. It is the first episode that I have finally connected a Star Trek to, where right. it's now... This long, I actually was like, okay, I kind of do like this episode now. Yeah. And the cast is making sense with this story that you're presenting me in this episode. I believe I believe it's episode six. We're into six. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the episodes, four or five, we're getting close, but yeah. still no cigar. Mm. But this, I ha- I'm happy to say... Because I was ready, I was ready on Monday <laughs> to get up on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, pull the plug. The patience yeah. got you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it got like last week. Last week, I, it was like, oh, what's what's on Sunday? Uh, the new Star Trek and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Mm, can't wait to see the next Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. Yeah. Like when when yeah. you used to go. And watch a Star Trek and get into a Star Trek. It's like you couldn't wait for the next episode. It's like a Star Trek's on Star Trek. Click, click, click. We got to watch. You know, That's and right. now you're online. That's right. Um, that has not been happening with me. You know, and you can say, "Oh, you're an old fan." You know, you know, get it. And look, I, I got, I got into the J.J. Abrams movies and stuff. I can, I can. I'm Star Trek flexible. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Star Trek flexible. Yeah. There you go. But, but it's like. It's like the new Star Wars stuff, right? Uh, even the prequels, which a lot of people who grew up with the original Star Trek, you watch the prequels and you're like, oh. But it was still yeah. a Star Wars. Yeah. What did yeah. you have? You had a Force. Mm-hmm. You had a lightsabers. You had the Jedi. You had the right. bad guys. Right. right? Mm-hmm. You still had that. Yeah, you and McGregor, too. You, but you still yeah. could point to even the prequels right. and say, this is a Star Wars. Right. It may look different, but it's still a Star Wars. Right. Right? All the movies that Star Trek has done, all of these other spin-off shows, you could still point and say, this is a Star Trek. Yes. Right? There's these things that, ha- you know, certain 
things. I mean, I don't know, the Federation, the Klingons, the Vulcans, the this and the that. Yeah. And uh, even, like, people hated Enterprise. And it's funny because, hmm. you know what's happening? This show is actually a bunch of backstory for this show is coming right out of Enterprise. I didn't hate Enterprise. It was different. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people didn't like it because it was like, oh, it doesn't feel like Star Trek. It was like, no, but the Star Trek's still there. It's just about how they got to where they're going. Yeah, and so yeah. this show is doing that, too. They're pulling from – they've been pulling from the Enterprise stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so there was a bunch of Vulcan stuff. And it actually it – actually, even – I mean, again, I'm not quite the super fan that certain people do <laughs> quoting certain things, but yeah. I went, and there is even part of the backstory for this episode that's directly related to an incident that happened in Enterprise. Really? Or Well, yeah. No, they directly are calling back to things. Yeah. Hmm. Which is stuff we never knew until Enterprise. Yeah. And it's about Vulcans, you know? You always think of the Vulcans as just running around, hey, we're Vulcans. We're right. Just, everyone yeah. is a Vulcan. Everyone's much, logic. Yeah, we didn't get much Vulcan backstory. You do in Enterprise. Okay, okay. You to get a lot of stuff about the Vulcans, and they're not yeah. exactly all that they seem back in the early days. Ah. You know? Yeah. Ah. I mean, so there's some Vulcan noir going on. There is. There Excellent. is. And they're doing and they're doing this in Discovery, and that's okay too. Okay. And so they, they they were actually calling up stuff that actually is Star Trek and co- you know comes from what they call the canon, the lore of yeah. Star Trek. And it was like, right. okay, you know. And gotcha. then characters are doing stuff that maybe is like crappy or whatever, but you're like, mm, I get it. I know why they're doing this, you know. So yeah, yeah it was kind of you know. And it, it's got they're they're also because it's earlier, you know, because everything's action packed and violent these days, yeah. you know. And like the big the big the big uh, criticism of the next generation back in the day mm-hmm. was that it was an hour of talking, right? <laughs> Picard, and, he, and he was the verbal assassin. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Kirk is there. He's just you know, screw it, no talking. Yeah. We're gonna rock, you know. Yeah. I mean, no, it was like talking's over now. Picard, you know. You know. Um, um, yeah. It, it would be like it'd be like, don't ever tell Scotty that the uh that the Enterprise is a garbage scow. Just just right. don't, okay. Yeah, <laughs> those those Scottish whiskey infused fists will start planting on your Klingon face, you know. It's been known to get his dander up, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Scotty's pretty touchy. But yeah, I mean, Star Trek has that out of the six that rough and tumble. Yeah. It was a western kind of in space, right? And at some point yep. there'd be a shootout or a punch out in a bar or whatever. And so you know that back in the sixties they they were kind yeah. of riffing off that. And, and Kirk was the prototypical man of action. Yeah, you yeah, know? absolutely. Now he talked. People think of him like that, but yeah. if you actually watch a lot of the Star Treks, yeah, he talks a lot. Sure, he has those famous. Kirk, William Shatner, Spook. soliloquies. You're you right. Know. When we came up, you know. But, <laughs> um, but it was action-packed, and the, and, the, and the criticism of the next generation was that, like, uh, there's action, but, you know, Picard's talking for five minutes yeah. here. In his o- overthinking shots, you it, know. you know. You know. Yeah. Um, well, that's what you get when it's Shakespearean actor, though. You no, know, but, you know, it, 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 it met its stride. Yeah. And so I think now, like with the movies and the revival and the discovery, mm. it's the same thing. They want to get back to that little 
the action-packed, yeah. you know. So in these last episodes, we've had the captain of the Discovery. He's already been in fist fights with the Klingons and shootouts and whatnot, like the old Star Trek. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, it's kind of a throwback. So anyway, so my my review this week is finally I felt something connected that that, yeah. that that this is now a star trek and i'm hoping that i'll feel that way for the next episodes gotcha so gotcha. there you go so yeah. I, and and i almost feel like just like a star trek it's like yeah i don't know if you need I, i'm i'm not even sure i'm not even sure you have to watch all the previous stuff you just got to kind of watch a thing there was this side story about their ship and the, the science thing on it and, mm-hmm. and there's going to be something about that that pops up later Yeah, but it was kind of just as George Bush would say <laughs> paraphrase in a PG way that was some weird crap <laughs> I mean really and it was kind of like, like a kid from South Park yeah that's that's effed up right there yeah you know? no it was kind of yeah. like it was like and again it was like this isn't feeling Star Trek has the science but then it yeah. I don't know it just hmm it kind of didn't work for me. Gotcha. But I, I know, I, I, I already sense I know where they're going with it, and it's going to be a plot point. Ah, they're, okay. They've already asked. People have looked at this and seen how dark it is, and, mm-hmm. and it's a war. Mm-hmm. It's about the Klingon. It's about them actually having a war with the Klingons that actually was in the backstory of Star Trek. Yeah. Before the neutral zone. Before right. that's what came Star Trek's version of the DMZ. Well, yeah, when we when yeah. we meet Kirk and Spock in the 1960s mm-hmm. in the first Star Trek, uh, there's a Romulan neutral zone and there's a a Klingon neutral zone and you're 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 led to believe that there was a war and then there was a DMZ and then yeah. you know the Federation is trying to do their thing and the Klingons are trying to push their thing and every once in a while they'll land on a planet Maybe with yeah. dilithium crystals and yes. meet up, and things don't go well because, right. you know, it's like a Cold War thing. And, and, and since the show was begun in the Cold War, there's a lot about that. Right, sure. You know? And yeah. then the very last movie of the original Star Trek, they make the final piece. That's what the whole undiscovered country is about. Right. Is the final piece between the Klingons and, you know. Welcome to the Star Trek podcast. That's right. I'm Doc Nerd. (laughs) Actually, in episode six of the original (laughs) series, when Kirk had the phaser, he was using the Christopher Pike phaser and not the actual... No, I know. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We should... I like fan... I watch fandom podcasts. Hmm. I actually watch guys... I watch these guys called Trek Yards. Okay. And they review the Discovery. And they're also doing the Orville, too. Or, nice. And it's yeah. just two guys like us yeah. going through the episode, chatting what they liked. Uh, they A lot of their focus in, in their YouTube is about uh, the reason it's called Trek Yards is they also do, and I don't watch so much of those, but they talk about different ships and stuff and designs and you know mm. these guys are like real trek i mean they're yeah. they belong yeah, yeah. to like starfleet organizations and and they have rank and all that you know it's those kind of people right that yeah. would go to a con i, I don't i don't do that i find <laughs> it fascinating yeah. but yeah. but um but i find it fascinating when people go to that extreme right, right. like yeah. when we went to comic-con yes 
You know, we met people like that, the Star Wars people. The very devoted. And then the Star yeah. Trek people who were mm-hmm. next to the Star Wars people. And you, you, I just watched, I happened to, on this video, because it pops up in suggestions when I watch Star Trek, is your sure. interviews with those people. Oh, yeah. And yeah. what does Jason do? What does Jason do? Yeah. What do you think Jason yeah. would do at a Comic-Con when he's interviewing people? Star Trek person here, Star Wars person here. What do you think Jason wants to do? Start a fight. Well, you, no, you're no, right. That's you. It all goes back to me. It all goes back to West Side Story. You got the, you know. That's exactly what you did. Like yeah. in the interview, you literally, you literally tried to start this skirmish between the Star Trek people and the Star Wars well, people. You know. Oh, we can't take stuff you anywhere, happens. man. You know, stuff happens. Is this is this uh, what your family how your family describes you, Jason? Is we can't take him anywhere. Um <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. Those yes. are funny videos. Right. We should uh before we get out of here, I got a show for you to check out. This oh, week. okay. They're four or five episodes in. It's on a uh, it's an HBO brand new HBO series. Oh no, really? You're gonna love this. It's called The Deuce. The Deuce. The Deuce. It stars uh, James Franco, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, uh, like David Crumholtz. Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, and, and it, it talk about noir. Okay, it, it's like a gritty. Uh, it, it's gritty seventies, uh, or uh, it's like nineteen seventy one New York City Times Square it. gritty. That's George my... Pe- George Pelicanos. He's one of the executive producers. I gotta on check it. that out. And it's it's brilliant. That's my thing. It is, and it's great. Yeah, I love. Um, right. uh, in addition to the film noir, yeah, I like those uh, cop New York yep. City yep. gritty cop movies from yep. the from the early to mid seventies. I mean, there was the all the the French Connection stuff. Yo, seven Popeye ups. Doyle, yeah. Uh, also. The, the black, the, the you know, the shaft and all mm. those flicks. And then yeah. you had to, like, TV was, like, Starsky and Hutch and all that. I love that whole Hill gritty, Street Blues. Gritty New York. Yeah. Cop cop shows. This right? is Gritty New York. Nice. Uh, it's a throwback. It, it is. And I got to tell you, uh, and, you know, uh, James Franco to me has been hit and miss. Brilliant in mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And, What's uh, it called again? Uh, the Deuce. The Deuce. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, they got they got. No, is he a cop or is he? No, like... he's a bartender. Oh, okay. He's a bartender and. Uh, is there a PI? Well, not not really. It's, Quite. It's the story of this guy. He he's tending bar, and his life is kind of in flux. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, because of the uh, laws during that time in New York City about decency and other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a time where yes. New York City, they threw all of that stuff out, and it was almost the Wild West down down in the streets of That's New York. actually famous. Mob comes in because mm-hmm. they know that there's money to be made, and uh, you got you got, you got got the pimps. You got it's the pawn shops. It was the point yep. that it, it's it's what it's yep. basically what Giuliani ended up cleaning up right. in the eighties. That's right. Um, and famously, it, there's um, yeah. actually been some movies documentary. Yes, documentary about the movie Deep Throat. Yep, a porn film. Yep, the and, 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 yeah. and the reason, you know, you may you may be like, nah, I'm not, nah, nah, no, 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 but but the subtext of that film, yeah, porn movie, is how it changed. Uh, decency laws and mm-hmm. um, free speech laws. Yeah, I mean we're talking like Supreme Court level. Yeah, uh, free speech. They deal with some yeah. of that. Uh, and this is also, if you think of uh, uh, 
Lenny Bruce. Yes. Doing his yeah. stand up in the sixties. He got arrested for indecency. A couple times. Yeah. Uh um Jim Morrison, Miami. famously, yeah. got arrested in decency on Miami stage. And, yeah, I mean, Miami cops would sit there and wait, yep. you know, for someone to just uh, maybe pop off the F-bomb or something into, uh, yeah. you know. This is pre, you know, Richard Pryor and yes. people like that. This was like the moral Comedy the moral was cops. dangerous back yeah. then. But, well, what would happen, Yeah, I know a little bit about this, too, with the, like, jazz musicians and there's this thing called the cabaret license that mm-hmm. you had. And yeah. I don't know if this show will talk about it, but that is your license to perform in New York. Yeah. I don't know if they I don't know if it applies now or whatever, but back in the day, you you didn't you didn't perform. And if you did something wrong, if you had drug problems or if you indecency, they'd pull your license and then you couldn't get a job. Yeah. And that's how they kinda exerted the pressure on right. you. Right, right, right. So, just, just watch the news. Very, this very sounds, cool show. This sounds like right up my alley and interesting historical context as well. And you get well. the feels. I love shows that give you great feel of it. Yes, It yes. isn't guys just reciting their lines or whatever. Right. I mean, it, it, the it, visuals, you, you, the... you are you are hip deep in the streets yeah. of Times Square in 1971. Wow. And it's, it's just fantastic, man. I, I got, but I'm a huge fan of Pelicanos, right? Because he's yeah. he's that early '70s noirish, real uh-huh. nitty gritty, dirty, and uh, uh, he brings it off. Yeah, it's brilliant, brilliant. Gyllenhaal wow. too, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, she's I thought great. she was eh, all right because I'm not a big fan of her brother, but uh-huh. uh, no, she's great. Uh, she is, yeah, she's fabulous, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I, I got hooked. I, I I hooked my wife on it. She just great show wow know? so uh, i can't recommend it enough and it's just started it's a just few started episodes. all right it's, we're about four four or five episodes in now i know and it's just it's brilliant i was I like do, wow I, I i do try to limit my tv watching yeah. like i don't this is the problem why i'm like you know not game of thrones and all this stuff it's like hey don't yeah. have time for this you know right but, yeah but that sounds that does sound up my alley oh it's yeah, yeah. You, you would dig it it's really good it's good good yeah yeah and you know i i was gonna say too uh i uh <laughs> i still have on my list and and it was supposed to happen a few weeks ago but got busy to see that new blade runner movie which is still out <sighs> yeah. here playing 2049 it's getting uh, i've read I've read some negative reviews, but mostly I've read good, good yeah. things. And and the negative stuff was it moves too slow. And me, Mr. Curmudgeon guy, I'm like, yeah, half the movies that come out of Hollywood are like, what is all this lens flare and action, action, right. action. Stop. Action, action, action. And it's like, come right. on, guys. Give me something. No, really. Blade Runner. Take your time. It's yeah. cool. Oh, I'm speaking right. of which, <laughs> mm. we haven't you got a little... that. Yes. We missed your birthday even the, the last time we were here. Right, yeah. It was your yeah. birthday, and like, that was the best kept secret. I didn't even know because yeah. I hadn't even yeah. checked Facebook. But, yeah, uh, yeah there's your uh, I'm allergic there's new, to mornings. There's your new coffee mug. Turns out it's true. I, You know what? I, I saw that at the store. I said, Just, we, need, we need this on the show for Jason. It's, right? it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Anyway, we're glad perfect. to be back. Excellent, yeah. So we'll be back uh, Wednesday. Yep, I got a I got a great. Uh, this is a theme. This turning left is instead of just okay. to, uh, topical. You know what happened in the news. 
I, d- I dig deep on like a theme, a trope. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Sir Richard uh, has something uh, kind of along that lines too that's just a little different. And so I actually think it's going to pull off well. I think good. it's going to be pretty good. All right. And of course, Friday, we're back. We'll be back on Friday. We will. And then uh, I'm cooking yeah. up something for special for Monday, next Monday, because it's going to be the Halloween sort of thing. So I'm gonna, I know. See, I'm not. I'm, I'm already thinking I'm, I'm cooking. Yeah. I. Again, I've been so so you know yeah. inundated. It's like Halloween. We've even got we got special things to show on Halloween as well. You know, we got stuff crackalacking. Hey, every yeah. year the yeah. monster mash. Oh, it's right. It, it's it's coming. I, I now really right now. It's I coming. wish it was. I wish it was next Monday. Right now, well, maybe maybe we'll do a preview on Friday. Oh, uh, maybe you know? just a little because you got to wet the appetite, was, but. You know, you know what happened in the last year? It was remixed and remastered yeah. for 2017. The gold Criterion collection, taken from the original tapes. No, it really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like taken from the original tapes and the original director's cut, auto audio master. Excellent. Remastered, recut in HD digital oh, from the original fantastic. tapes. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't so wait. there is like a nice new pristine. Oh. Copy. Digital copy of the Monster Mash. This is going to be good. Wrap. So stick with us, folks. This is going to be good. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right, yeah. everybody. Have a good week. Uh, take care. Good luck. Fingers crossed. Uh, we make it to Halloween, and Halloween will be good. Um, and we'll we'll see you on Wednesday, and we'll see you on Friday. <laughs>